is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, The Monty Show, live on your YouTube machine. And anywhere you get a podcast, hello to everybody on Spotify. Good to hear you iTunes, Google Play, all the hits. Thanks for uh, listening to the show. Thanks for watching the show today, presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. I'm currently not allowing Jake to have headphones, just because, you know. uh, The best injury attorneys in the business, where you can chat with an attorney live online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, at theadvocates.com. Yeah, you chat with an attorney and you don't pay a penny for it. Workman's comp, car accidents, motorcycle accidents, you know, hearing loss, it, whatever you have, you can go to the advocates at theadvocates.com. Um, a very interesting story today. Uh, we have got some ESPN money to talk about today. Apparently, college game day viewers hate Pat McAfee. Uh, Jim Ursay says that running quarterbacks, uh, you know, are not hurting and stuff even though (laughs) the running quarterbacks are hurt and stuff in the nfl so we've got all of that to get to today philadelphia phillies fans are apparently a-holes did you guys see that (laughs) philadelphia phillies fans are mocking the arizona diamondbacks which you can walk up to chase field today and get a diamondbacks phillies ticket for game what would it be four three Something, whatever Three, I believe it is of the NLCS for 15 bucks. So Philadelphia Phillies fans who are not coming to the game are buying 20 at a time to keep Diamondbacks fans from going to the game. I really don't care if you think it's us. We got to get in. Arizona sports is such a mess. It's so bad. We'll talk about that. But we got to start talking about a wee fence. Jim Harbaugh is in trouble with the NCAA again. And is this trouble? So many people on Twitter today uh, were trying to tell me I'm making far too much out of sign stealing in college football. Here's the issue. Jim Harbaugh is being investigated by the NCAA um, along with Michigan football. And the allegations are that Jim Harbaugh sent advanced scouts, essentially personnel from Michigan, went to opponents' games and took part in activities to steal their signs from the sideline to the players. And if you did not know this, advanced scouting has been illegal in college football since 1994. And at first, it was a cost-cutting measure. The schools didn't want to pay to send people on the road to scout their opponents. But now, a lot of it is centered around the fact that people believe sign stealing is prolific in college sports. But here's the problem. Sign stealing is not illegal by the letter of the law. Sending somebody ahead to scout your team and steal their scouts or steal their signs, highly illegal. Jake, is this a big deal or much ado about nothing? Well, I I, I think that track record comes into play here, and I think that's why it's a big deal. I, I, I think that yeah, this is clearly not like the end of the world violation, you know, in, in NCAA land. But I think that it just kind of speaks to the type of head coach that Jim Harbaugh is. It's It speaks to the kind of program that 
that you want to run, which is one that's not, you know, up to snuff. It's not, it's not run clean. It's not run the right way. And before Michigan fan wants to take out all their, you know, swords and die on the hill of Jim Harbaugh, I don't care if everyone else is doing it. Not everybody else is getting caught. And that's the difference. It always seems like Jim Harbaugh is right in the middle of this thing. And before we say, oh, well, who cares? Who cares? They just hate Jim Harbaugh. Well, then if they hate Jim Harbaugh, then then what else are you going to say about all the other violations? Did they hate Kirby with all the super speeder tickets? Was it personal then? Because I don't think it's personal now. I think this has to do with the guy in Jim Harbaugh who regularly finds himself in the middle of, of, of NCAA violations. And even the most the the most committed, the most loyal Michigan fan can't deny the fact that that he's constantly being investigated. So I just I, I know that Michigan fans gonna show up today and say, oh man, this is not much to do about nothing and they're just coming after him and everyone hates Michigan or us because I know you're on the team too. Like I I at some point we have to come to the middle and say that hey, you got caught again, right? You were recruiting in the COVID dark window. Can't do that. You got caught. Nobody else But it's else not did. even that Jim Harbaugh was recruiting in the COVID dark period. He was recruiting in person. Um, remember that the allegations include Jim Harbaugh um, scouting players over Zoom calls. It just blatant disregard, allegedly, for the rules in the NCAA. And that, if true, is exactly what he's accused of with this sign-stealing thing. And I think when you look at the letter of the law, I think it is it is pretty remarkable that you're looking at a situation where Jim Harbaugh, if you believe the NCAA just said, screw it, we're gonna we're gonna send people ahead and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna steal their signs. And it, it the funny thing is, is that you have coaches who have been hinting at this, we now know. Greg Schiano at Rutgers, one of them, mm -hmm. where we 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 know that people have believed Michigan was doing this. And here's the thing that Michigan fan can't get away from. You have a guy in Jim Harbaugh who could not win a big game, who really wasn't doing much and was on his way out of Ann Arbor. And then all of a sudden something changed. And now you've beaten Ohio State twice in a row, including at the shoe. Uh, now all of a sudden you're you're winning big games where you couldn't even sniff a big game victory and you were going to get fired. And all of a sudden now you're just winning everything. And what do we have? Recruiting violations, uh, uh, alleged recruiting violations, uh, alleged, you know, scouting and sign stealing uh, illegalities. These are these are not coincidental. Yeah. And I, if you have watched this show for any amount of time, you know that I am not a Jim Harbaugh fan. I covered Jim at Stanford and then at the uh, San Francisco 49ers. He does, in my opinion, not treat people well. Uh, in my experience, his players don't like him. He has a very short window in time where he captures a player's imagination and gets them to run through brick walls for him. And then there is almost an immediate burnout factor. We've seen that now. and. He went through that exact same thing at Michigan. But instead of picking up and running to a new job, he may have allegedly started recruiting you know, recruiting violations, taking part in recruiting violations. And now we 
we see that the NCAA is investigating him for illegalities around sign stealing and advanced scouting. Yeah, and I just don't know why we want to die on the hill for this guy. I mean, it's not like, you know, I could totally understand it. Like if you were, you know, if you were in Georgia's position, totally get it. Hey, we've won back-to-back national championships. We're rolling. We're we're the we're the guy in college football right now. Like we're the, Jim's doing everything Jim can do. Okay, I, at that point, then I would be like, yeah, like, hey, die on the hill for this guy. Who cares about the violations until they come down on him? It doesn't really matter, right? But the problem is, is the winning's not there. Just because you beat Ohio State a couple times doesn't mean you've gotten over the hump in terms of like you know, your program not and, getting blown out in the college football playoff last year. Like, right. Like, and you, you look at, I think there's some very damning details in this, in this, um, statement from the big 10 late Wednesday afternoon, the big 10 conference in Michigan were notified by the NCAA that the NCAA was investigating allegations of sign stealing by the university of Michigan football program. The big 10 conference has notified Michigan state and future opponents the Big Ten Conference considers the integrity of competition to be of the utmost of importance and will continue to monitor the investigation. The conference will have no further comment on this. So you go from that to the athletic director at Michigan, um, Ward Manuel, who said, I want to personally assure you that the University of Michigan Athletics will offer its complete cooperation to the NCAA. Michigan, all of us are committed to the highest standards of ethics and integrity. There's those words again from all members of the community. This is the same expectation I have for coaches, staff, student athletes. Given the ongoing investigation, I'll have no further comments at this time. And you just start to realize that we're we're not talking about we're not talking about like some small thing. We're talking about the ethics and integrity. They are accusing Jim Harbaugh of stealing signs, which led to victories. Right. That's what those statements are saying. And I think here we are again with Michigan, a proud institution that let's be brutally honest about it. I can tell you firsthand as a Notre Dame fan, Michigan doesn't win big games. Michigan, Lloyd Carr splitting a national championship wasn't good enough. He got run out, right? I mean, and you can go back through the history of time, whether it's Bo Bo Schembechler or Rich Rod or whoever you want to point to, it just was never good enough. And all of a sudden, you start winning at a higher level. And arguably, Jim Harbaugh is winning at, at, at the highest level in the modern era of Michigan football by beating Ohio State two years in a row and going to the college football playoff. And all of a sudden, what do you have? Recruiting violations, and now you're cheating by advanced scouting and sign stealing. Yeah, it's just not a good look. And 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 I think that you know, we we haven't really heard about a lot of this stuff in college football. You know, I can't tell you the last time I heard about some sign-stealing scandal. I mean, really, honestly, in football, the last time we heard about it was with the Patriots. I mean, we all remember that. And and I think that, you But know, you also have to remember, sign-stealing is not illegal in and of itself. Mm. If you are in where you get in trouble, it, it is this exact scenario. And one of the things that blows my mind is, as I described to you what Jim Harbaugh on Michigan football is accused of doing, ask yourself, well, how did they get caught, man? Because this is really hard to get caught. You can, on a game day, in your stadium or whoever, wherever you're playing, if you can steal your opponent's signs, that's not illegal. If you can watch them signal plays back and forth, steal the signs, not illegal. But what's illegal is 
sending your buddy Fred ahead, somebody, because it's probably not a, a Michigan staffer, I wouldn't think, send them to a stadium where, let's say, Ohio State's playing. Send them to the shoe or send them to a road game and have them monitor the Ohio State sideline and either record uh, on video or on paper what their signs are. Well, they showed a, a banana and a zebra and the state of Texas, and then they ran a reverse toss suite uh, throwback to the quarterback. That's, that's illegal. Yeah, You cannot do that. But here's my question. How did you get caught, dude? How did you get caught? So you can't tell me that Jim Harbaugh is an unintelligent person. Trust me when I say he is not. He is maniacally intelligent. You can't tell me that he sent somebody in a, well, let's send Fred, uh, the analytics guy, send him in a uh, Michigan jump, jumpsuit with a telephoto lens <coughs> and, you know, have him sit uh, 55 rows up at the 50-yard line. Mm -hmm. Do you really think that's they didn't do that? If you believe some of the allegations floating around, they allegedly sent somebody to a game. I'm going to guess they sent Jimmy, the truck driver, or the garbage man right. to see, let's say, Michigan State, because that's who people are mentioning. They sent them to East Lansing, probably dressed in Michigan State garb, and holding a pair of binoculars. But somehow you got caught. Do you know how rando it has to be for you to get caught? Please tell me, please, Jimmy, tell me you did not send somebody in khakis, a Michigan polo shirt wearing glasses with a telephoto lens. Please. Singularly alone, sitting in a seat somewhere in a visitor stadium. I want better fucking execution. Dude, how did you get caught? That's I, right. Because how I, would you I even? Mean, I, I was thinking about this and I was like, I, I mean, the person you sent, like, okay, so if they're not in. So if they're in whatever, wherever you sent them, Michigan State is the example we're using. All right, so you sent them on the road to see a Michigan State home game. Right. Okay, dress them up in Michigan State stuff. They got binoculars. Okay, cool. But then they must have had something else in their possession. They must have had... A big, giant you know, red flag. Yeah, like this big-ass <laughs> binder to write in or like... Like a telescope. You know I mean? They're like, like up, in, they're up dude, in the top deck with a telephoto lens. Just Fixed on Ryan Can Day. Can you see me now? Like Just fixed on him. And they probably have a flag and a, and a banner that says, Go Big Blue. <laughs> and they're wearing like a Michigan Wolverines pullover from Buddy, Starter. Buddy rolls up in a Michigan helmet with the Wolverine symbol on, on his head. Like, come on, dude. Like, I, 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 I don't know. Like, my... Uh, the other scenario that I came up with, not even saying this is what happened, but maybe somebody got caught in an area of the stadium they shouldn't have been in. Maybe it was a thing where, you know, you sent this person in and they tried to get up into the press box maybe or like an area off to the side, like an elevated area where... Do you, do you see how stupid this is? Yeah, I, I, I agree. The biggest question here is how you got caught because yeah, I, I, it's so easy not but to. We're, we're talking about something that's not illegal unless you do it a very specific way. Yeah. Sign again. I want to. I want to make this really clear. Sign stealing is not illegal in college football. It's not illegal, right? Like, do we? I think we have some Justin Fields tape of Justin Fields talking about Dabo Sweeney and Clemson stealing signs. Hey, Justin, can you talk a little bit about 
how you all signaled in the plays uh, to to the during the game this this time. Uh, looked like you did a little more traditional huddle as opposed to uh, what you've normal what we've normally seen throughout the year. Uh, so if you could just talk about that a little bit. Uh, yeah, we we just didn't want them uh, stealing our signals, uh, and that's pretty much why we huddled up a little bit more than we usually do. Like, what? Are you serious? They like they, that's you can do that. Dabo Sweeney can do that, and that's the thing that's so amazing to me is sign stealing's not illegal. You have to send somebody to another stadium, which is illegal because again. Sending scouts ahead has been illegal since 1994, and that person has to be there for the purpose of stealing signs. That's the only way stealing signs in college football is illegal. And then, even if you do all of that, you have to get caught doing that. So to, to be in the position that Michigan is in, you have to be really stupid. That's why it is a little surprising to me that Michigan's in this situation because I just don't view Jim Harbaugh as stupid. Yeah. But I also want to say it's a little annoying to me that we're talking about this. Yeah. Like this feels like there's a thousand other things we could be talking about, but what is the biggest story in college football today? Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. And you know why this is a big story? Because Jim Harbaugh's on the way out at Michigan. Yeah. And that's why I say I think the track record is the biggest thing here. I mean, it is. The, the story in and of itself, I mean, it's not like he's – you know, this is this is nowhere near as bad if, you know, again, allegedly, right? We always have to say that. But, you know, if this actually went down, I mean, this is nowhere near as bad as the recruiting stuff that allegedly happened. I mean, this is, you know, it, that's not the point, though. The point is, is that, hey, yeah, the recruiting, you are being investigated for that recruiting stuff. And now this is going on. And, and I do have to say, and hey, maybe I'm a hater and I'm open to that. And I'm happy to wear that badge today. But when you said, hey... Oh, well, all of a sudden, you beat Ohio State a couple times now. All this stuff is coming out. It's like, yeah, you know what? That actually makes a lot of sense to me, man. Like, you beat someone who you have zero track record of beating, and now after that, what's all come out? And I just think it's unfortunate because I think Michigan, you know, from a college football playoff resume standpoint, and I know we don't consider last year, even though we do consider last year, like, it, you needed those wins, but now if I'm on the playoff committee, I'm, I am saying, yeah, man, what do we think of this? Like, how real or how legit but is it? I also think Michigan is in a position where now you have to start asking yourself if Jim Harbaugh is damaging your reputation because you're finally winning games at a very high level. You went to the college football playoff, not to be redundant, but you beat Ohio State twice in a row. And you have recruiting violations, and now you're being accused of sign stealing and advanced scouting, which it, it, it it's ridiculous to me. Yeah. I I think he absolutely is. Uh, there is no doubt about that. But Delaric is going to start the show by saying hurtful things. Mm -hmm. uh, you're paying two dollars to stab up uh, to stab me in the heart here. Jim is just getting ready for the Bears next year, dude. Thank you. Why would you do that? Oh, because I think that? it's I it's very plausible. It's very plausible. We it all my Bears friends, all my Bears Twitter, everybody's talking about it. That Jim Harbaugh is going to be the leading candidate because Matt Eberflus is going to get fired, and, and he's going to get fired. He's been a terrible head coach. Yeah, for the Chicago Bears, he's going to get whacked. And Jim Harbaugh would be, I would not hire Jim, but he would be a perfectly fine candidate. And the thing is, I don't even care if they hire him because he'll be there a year, maybe two. 
he pisses people off. Yeah. Like, and you're going to win because he is going to run a bunch of dudes out and he is going to have a culture of you. You are, if you are 10 minutes early, you are 15 minutes late, dude. Like you, you're going to be on time. You're going to be in the building. You're going to perform at a high level or Jim is going to not play you until you ask to be traded or cut. And that's just the way he is. It's, it's putting Colin Kaepernick in. He was very matter of fact about it with Colin Kaepernick and Alex Smith in San Francisco. I was in the locker room the day he did it. That that team was never the same. It was never the same. And I think that's the moment that that Jim got run out. He wanted a dual threat quarterback, which Alex Smith was not. But Colin Kaepernick was not ready to lead a team to to the highest levels, and he could not make a throw in the Super Bowl yeah. to win the game. Yeah. They had they they had every opportunity to win a Super Bowl. And it went away because Colin just wasn't ready. And Alex Smith went on. Obviously, he had a really good career after San Francisco, but they didn't, he didn't, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't probably a Super Bowl quarterback in San Francisco, but Jim's just a red ass. And a, and a lot of people are, a lot of people get worn out by Jim Harbaugh at a very high pace. Yeah. So if the Bears hire him, hey, I understand it. I don't love it. I understand it. But it is what it is. All right. Less of us, more of you. As always, the comment section is brought to you by Bucked Up, the official energy drink of the Monty Show. Every day at this time, we hit the buck shot from Bucked Up. It's a great product, you guys. Get it right now at buckedup.com. Make sure you use the promo code Monty to get 20% off at checkout. And I'll tell you, of all the free samples that we have, Buckshot is by far the number one free sample, and everybody always asks us for it. If you want it in the comment section, maybe we can bring it back next week. I don't know, but it is a great product. I, this month alone, I think we put out over 300 samples of Buckshot. Uh, in the description below, you're going to see a link to get a free shaker cup and three free samples from Bucked Up. Go get that. Um, and I just can't say enough. Again, this morning, did I want to get out of bed and work out? I didn't. But you hit that, you hit the bucked up, racked BCAs, put the six point, you know, creatine in there and you go do a back workout, man. That's what it's all about. That's what bucked up does. It helps you do what needs to get done because they put exceptional ingredients to make exceptional products that do exactly what they say they're going to do. Just like buckshot, 200 milligrams of caffeine, a bunch of brain food to get you through the rest of your day that apparently is. Do, do you dude, even bro, lift, bro? Do you even lift it? Do you even like, lift, I mean, bro? What are we doing here? Come on now. I, I know you do. <laughs> what do you bitch? Hey. hey. Man, that, one was, that one was a little more difficult to get open, but there we go. 200 milligrams of caffeine, a bunch of brain food. And what brain food means basically is it's a bunch of supplements that help your brain function at a higher level. And there's no spikes of energy and no huge drops. It just lets you be the best version of yourself so you can have the best days, the best end to your days. You got a conference call coming up. You got a, a pivot table or an Excel spreadsheet or a report you got to get done. Hook it up. Buckshot from buckedup.com. Man, it's so good when it's cold. Man, it's smooth today, baby. Smooth. So good. I'm a watermelon guy. I am. I had been on a blue Raz run, which is really good, but I am a watermelon guy. Buckshot from buckedup.com. Let's get your comments in here today. Today. Brandon Butler, a member on the show for nine months. Bro, Brandon, Brandon appreciate Butler, you, man. Appreciate, appreciate you. you. 
dude, if you need to steal signs to beat that schedule, you don't deserve to be a head coach at any college, <laughs> let alone a P5. And I think you're looking at a situation where you're talking about Ohio State. You're talking about the college football playoff. You're talking about these big games that they have. I highly doubt he's worried about Minnesota. Hey, we don't know, but maybe it was systematic and they went to every university on their schedule. Who knows? But Jim Harbaugh had built a reputation at Michigan of not winning big games. Not performing against Ohio State. Just out of the blue, all of a sudden, started winning those big games. Mm -hmm. Started beating Ohio State. Mm -hmm. And then the recruiting violations and now these allegations of sign stealing. I don't think it's a coincidence. I truly don't. Aaron Wilson gifts a Monty Show membership. Aaron, thank you. Appreciate you, dude. Split, there you go. Hey. Sorry about that. My bad. Aaron, appreciate you very much. Thank you. Uh, Tanner Plummer, Harbaugh to Utah Tech. Monty wouldn't uh, know what to do with himself if Jim came to St. George to coach the still sleeping giant. You can mock. Utah Tech all you want. I mean, I, I, I see it's comments like this that I think show you. You can mock, but when you don't know what you're talking about, you're going to mock things and you're going to look like a fool. If you don't understand the level of investment and development that's going on in that WAC group, including Utah Tech, Keep mocking, dude. Mm -hmm. Keep mocking. And then when when they're making more money than they've ever made and they have better facilities than they've ever had and things like women's soccer and men's football and all of their, like, just go, just go look at it, man. But just keep mocking, dude. It's all good. Ryan Parrish, Michigan should not just fire Harbaugh, but the NCAA should bring back the death penalty, but say that they can never have football ever again in life. Well, I mean, they let Penn State play football again. Not really sure this raises to the level. Yeah, I don't think this is a death penalty situation. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Autzen, what's up, Jimmy? What? The Patriots don't like cheaters? Who knew? Whatever. Who knew? Uh, hey, the mayor of Monty Town, Jeremy Bolton, Tanner Plummer, my thoughts exactly. Hey, man. Everybody mocks over the sleeping giant, Utah Tech. How long are they going to be a sleeping giant? By the way, if there's such a... If they're such a terrible, awful athletic department, how come they took BYU to the limit last year? Hmm. I wonder. Yeah, we don't talk about truths, though. Aaron Wilson, I only use the finest allergy medication to make my meth. Okay. I mean, you know. Uh, Christopher Shannon, oh, didn't sign stealing uh, from TCU, I guess. Yeah, that didn't work against TCU. That's what I mean. Like, no, it did not. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. Um, let's see. Jimmy says the Bears love Big Ten castoffs. Thank you, Kevin Horn. <laughs> thank you. The it, no, I'm not going to the no. You're not. Don't Jimmy, play those games, dude. I'm, I'm not. You're not going to bait me in. Look at me. It's not going to happen. The NCAA is a joke. Always has been. Always will be. There needs to be a divorce of football in the NCAA. Fast. Totally agree. Yeah. Uh, Cougar tracks are the signs in English? No, I believe they're in Bulgarian. I could be wrong and maybe Latin. Uh, no one, no, no, wait. Everyone signs steals and games is legal, but what is Michigan being accused of sending off the field staffers to scout in person an opponent's game, which is very illegal. Yeah. It is hugely illegal. 
to send people and have them try to steal signs in advance. Because it's illegal. I, and my other question is, why are you allowing sign stealing to happen? Put the speaker in the in the helmet and let's go about our business. Yeah. I mean, it, you, the technology's there very clearly with the NFL. One helmet on offense, one helmet on defense. It's not that difficult. I don't understand why. Why are we not? Hasn't it's been like twenty years? Yeah, more than twenty years. The NFL has had this ability. Is sign stealing a problem in the NFL? No, not really. Like why? 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 You know, uh, NBA commissioner salty drunk. This topic is stupid. Okay, well, I I don't think it's a stupid topic. I I truly do not. Uh, I'm telling you, AR Jim Harbaugh to the Bears is perfect. Maybe Mike Smith. Would you send a hand signal to Jim? What kind would it be? I we this is a family mm. show. Mm-hmm. This is a family show. Uh, Boyd Lake Bears will go after the Jets. DC. We don't. Want, no, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Breaking news: The Bears hired another defensive-minded head coach. Who knew? Uh, Scott of Graywater. This just seems like Ohio State being butt hurt. And using their media power and manipulation, it's not Ohio State. I don't believe it's Ohio State. I think it is a large number of of universities because there's a bunch of there's a bunch of video, and it's copyrighted, so we can't play it. But there's again, Greg Schiano, like there's a number of coaches, yeah, who have referenced oddities going on. Who I mean, this is. Apparently, this has been an open secret for uh, at least a year. Yeah, and I think the other thing that needs to be said here and for the comments about blowing this out of proportion or whatever, right? Like, the, the this conversation is only happening because more than one person has complained. You need to understand that, right? Like, like the NCAA isn't going to go full-on public investigation if Ohio State was leveraging their media control. Like, that's not how this works. And I think that that the 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 thing that needs to be said is it's not about how many people are doing this. I have no doubt that most successful college football programs are probably doing this. That's not what this is about. This is about getting caught. This, the rules are the rules. Now, how are you going to get around the rules? That's just as simple as it is. And I mean, I, that's that's I, how it is. I would also remind you, part of the film that college coaches get, this is the most bizarre part. Do you guys understand the level of film that colleges are provided? Uh, they are given detailed film for every team that they play, including co- coach and sideline camera angles. They're given that tape. It's out there. Do you understand that every broadcast, there's a camera fixed on both sides sidelines? Every broadcast. You don't have to go to games to steal their signs, dude. They're on tape. You're gi- they're giving it to you. So why are you doing this? I want it. I I don't know. Gumby fresh out. Alex Smith wasn't a dual threat quarterback, not to the level of Colin Kaepernick. No. Colin Kaepernick was a Mustang. That dude can run. Yeah, and I think it was a classic situation of nobody was saying cap was better overall than Alex Smith was. I think, you know, and obviously you were there, but like, I think the conversation was much more that Jim wanted a firecracker back there. Jim wanted someone that could kind of break the game open when the offense couldn't really get it going. Yes. And and I think that was the hard part in San Francisco because the boys were behind Alex Smith for obvious reasons. But, but, but Colin Kaepernick was this guy at that time 
who was super athletic and was regarded as a dual threat, but it was well known that, hey, yeah, he's a prolific runner, but he can't throw it accurately because his mechanics suck. That that was the issue. So, yeah, it's it's fitting that the undoing ultimately, <coughs> excuse me, ultimately was he couldn't make that throw in the Super Bowl because, Correct. again, that throw, like Richard Sherman was beat. He had him. They beat him. And it was only because Didn't Cap deliver couldn't it. deliver. Well, even on the goal line against the, in the, who did they play in that Super Bowl? I think it was the Ravens. It was the Ravens. Yeah. The Ravens in the Superdome. Remember the power went out? Yeah. Um, And he had Crabtree. And all he had to do was fade it over his shoulder and he couldn't get it there. Like it is, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's wild to me that he just, Alex Smith was the more ready quarterback. Jim Harbaugh wanted Colin Kaepernick to succeed. He did. Um, Jeff Woodworth, Harbaugh will be dating our mother next year. He will not. No. No. Uh, Sean Mirzinski, Harbaugh to the Chargers has a nice ring to it. I think Jim Harbaugh, the problem is he's a better fit in college. But I truly think by the time this is over, the NCAA is going to drop a show cause on him. I think his... The allegations and the way the NCAA Committee on Infractions is treating this mm -hmm. is not just a slap on the wrists, go about your business. They're going to suspend him after this season, and I, which is why I think he's going to leave. And I think they will put a two-year show cause on him. And that means that as a university, you're going to have to pay penalties to hire Jim Harbaugh. And, and and I don't think, by the way, there are a lot of people saying, oh, well, man, if this is true, the NFL is never going to hire this guy. That's couldn't be further from I the truth. I disagree with that. Yeah, I think the NFL doesn't give a damn what you do in college. See Urban Meyer, right? Like, they don't care what you did uh, at the college level. If you can win ball games, you're going to coach the team. Yeah, I, I don't, I truly don't think it matters. Ryan Willie for $5 NCAA should ban Harbaugh for being a coach for 10 years. I think that's probably harsh. Yeah. The problem, I think the biggest issue for Jim Harbaugh and the NCAA is that he was not forthright and, and honest, mm -hmm. according to the NCAA, he deferred, he deflected, he refused to sit for interviews and then when he did sit for interviews, he was allegedly not forthcoming. They know the answer to the question before they ask you. So if you're going to lie to, if you're going to lie to a prosecutor, if you're going to lie in a deposition, just don't go because you're going to get yourself in trouble. It, it, it's every single time. Yeah. Uh, and Jim Harbaugh knows that. So why he was not forthcoming. I mean, dude, it was the COVID period. You were recruiting over Zoom. Oh, and if that wasn't bad enough, not only, and when I say recruiting, he was watching workouts allegedly over Zoom calls. And he was meeting with recruits in person during the COVID dark period. Like just things you blatantly are aware you cannot be doing. Yeah, and, and I think that, you know, guys like Jim Harbaugh, when they, when they want to play the game the way that Jim does, right? And I'm not making a personal with Jim. I'm not going not gonna to go down that road. I'm just going to take him at what we... No, he's alleged to have done. Hey, if you're going to do stuff like that, then you damn well better have a uh, some sort of backup fabricated plan as to why you were doing it. And I think <sighs> that's the game he's playing. He understands. Yes. Like, again, I, I, I don't love this, but it, I really feel like it's the reality of college athletics. Like, hey, again, you have the rules, but that doesn't mean they're stopping anybody, right? All that means is 
hey, we're so if I'm going to do X and it's going to violate Y, how long do I have from the time I did X to when the NCAA is trying to run me down for Y? That's the game in college athletics. And the guys who never get caught are the ones that are winning regularly. And that's that's what no one wants to talk about. I'm not saying that Kirby and Nick are regularly breaking rules, but there's a reason they've gotten to where they got. It's not because they followed every rule to the letter of the law. It's I don't believe that any staff follows every rule. Yeah. But it's the guys who just think that they're they're better. Herm Edwards. Yeah, perfect example. I, I mean, you broke every possible rule that you could find. I think Herm Edwards and his staff, in my opinion, went through a rule book and were like, all right, says here we can't go um, advanced scout in person. Because right. it's illegal. Charlie, look at the schedule and pick the five games you want to go to of our opponents. We'll send you out ahead of those games. I don't break the rules. Like, I think they intentionally. How else do you explain it? Yeah. I, it's ridiculous. How else do you explain Jim Harbaugh meeting in person with recruits during the COVID dark period, watching workouts on Zoom? How else do you explain that other than nah, what are, I'm Jim Harbaugh? They, they have, they've it's seen, defense. bro, they know I wear khakis. What are they going to do about it? And that that last Come line on. there is what I think Jim lives and dies on. What Come are on. you going to do about it? Because again, oh, I thought you meant that he wears khakis. Well, my bad. I mean, that's been that's, you know. you know, he's made khakis iconic. Jesus. But I think that 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 whole concept of, hey, what are they going to do about it? What? Because it's not what you did. It's what they can prove you did. So they can prove Mel Tucker did what Mel Tucker did, which is why he got fired. But they clearly haven't been able to substantiate and prove, you know, just exactly <laughs> what's gone on here. And I'm telling you, that's the game. It is wild. That me. is the game. Hey, Brandon Butler, appreciate you. Gifted 10 memberships. Wait, I just got flip pages here, man. I'm trying. You know. Do you not know right where that drop is? Like, I do. It just takes a second. Dude, I've got 600 drops here, bro. Like, it, it, luck, you know, things, luck. you know. Sausage fingers, bro. Yeah, dude. Uh, Aaron Wilson says Buckshot is legit. Yes, it yes, is. Yes, it is. Absolutely, Buckshot's legit. And there it is. Like, it's just, I'm feeling it. Yeah, like, you, you just feel, feel good, good, dude. Yeah. Um, Kevin the Destroyer. Ooh, new logo from Kevin the Destroyer nice today. Nice logo, dude. For the should-be number one Oklahoma Sooners. Jim just bucked up his tenure at Michigan. See what he did there. See what he did there. So it's like he, you know, curse worded up his tenure, but it's bucked up. That's, yeah. you know, that's what he did. The Bears need the entire Utah Tech team. We do. They're better yeah. than. Hmm. Uh, Teddy Wayman, we don't want Jim in New England. I don't know. Who do you want? Because you need somebody. I mean, I, because I, I, I legit think we're looking at the end of Bill Belichick. I, I, I don't. I mean, Teddy, the most yeah, passionate. We're really focused on Philadelphia right now. Yeah, the most passionate New England fan. You can't even deny that. I think it's tough to argue that. My fear for New England is that you're going to replace Bill Belichick and you're going to run through like five dudes. Like because you're it's garbage. You're that chick that just got divorced and you are ready to get back out on the road. Well, and I think and you're going to run through like ownership. There's never had to deal with a losing program. Five dudes. Yeah, I don't disagree. You're right. Hey, okay. You know. uh, Tom Brady's gone. He's busy taking a piece of other NFL franchises and other WNBA teams that just won a championship. Uh, so that's over with. Hey, Bill, it's time. We'll see you later. If you want to be an advisor here, you're more than welcome. That type of situation. When's the last time New England had to deal with a losing football product? Because the last yeah. time I checked has been like 20 years. Yep. Stan 
Is the Michigan situation a little bit like charging Hunter with a misdemeanor prostitution charge? Okay. I mean, different show, man. You know, different show. Uh, Tarrant County boy, Hermroids. Well, man, how bad was that for Arizona State? And the athletic director did not lose his job. I knew today would be shitty. Which is wild. Phil Venzer says uh, Vegas aces back to back. Yeah. I mean, nothing like pocket aces, right? Uh, Jim Choi, if USC was relevant the past decade, the Pac-12 is still a top conference. Totally agree. But you can't hire safe coaches and win national championships because all of the elite coaches, elite coaches are like elite goaltenders. Yes. They're flipping weirdos. They're difficult to deal with. Jim Harbaugh's an elite coach who just, he doesn't win, but he's an elite coach, right? Uh, Nick Saban. Kirby Smart, all SRT, like Dabo Sweeney. Dabo Sweeney ripping Clemson bandwagon fans. Like, what is wrong with you, dude? It's probably different than what you're thinking, though. But he won a championship, and the guy's elite. You look at the best coaches in the country, so you don't have to look at Jimbo Fisher, but look at other coaches. Marcus Freeman. You don't have to look at Marcus Freeman. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, uh... You look at the best coaches in the country. Look at the best coaches in the NFL. They're all weirdos, dude. Yeah. They are all weird dudes. Andy Reid's not a normal dude. I mean. Hell, Pete Carroll. I was going to say Bill Belichick, but he's it was Tom Brady. It, I mean, but the rule applies. For, <laughs> okay, let's. It, it's awkward now. Okay. Uh, Drew Money. Drew Money. Uh, remember when Harbaugh smacked the Lions? <laughs> Uh, Jim Schwartz, my God, I haven't thought about that in a long, long time. That's amazing. Uh, Tarrant County boy says 600 and he only plays about five of them. Your, your drops. I don't, I think you play a lot. No, I drops. play a lot of drops, bro. Yep. Uh, cow turd Tarrant County boy says, all right, let's go. Where's cow turd? Where is it? Cow turd. There it is. See now my guy's up. He's ready. He's ready. Yeah. You know, um, Raider Mark says, I've never done X. Okay, well, I'm happy for yeah, you. Yeah, I, I use Twitter, so I get it, dude. You know. Uh, Teddy Wayman, I think uh, we need to just rip it all down and start over. They can start with getting the number one pick and getting a quarterback. Well, I, I mean, this goes back to the conversation we've had a thousand times on this show. Now, Mac Jones or Bill Belichick, who's the problem? And I have to think that it's Bill Belichick because yeah. I just don't think you're talented enough. It's weird to say it, but... You're just not talented enough on either side of the football. Your your top 50 guys on that roster are, are not. There's a lot of those dudes that wouldn't make other NFL rosters. Yeah, and I, and I think the real problem is, is like, I agree with that. And the other issue is, is Mac Jones isn't talented enough in a new system to push you forward. I, I just think, you know, again, it was it was inevitability. Like, like if Robert Kraft, and it came out that Robert Kraft allegedly has had conversations about moving on from Bill well before this time. And, and and if I was him, I'd have been thinking about this as soon as the retirement rumors started with Tom. You you always knew. I agree. You always knew as soon as Tom left that that system was going to be totally different because they were just such a partnership on the field. Like, you know, dominant defense paired with a guy on offense who's essentially a second head coach for your team. Like, that's really hard to beat. So when you lose half of that, okay, it's time to start a new chapter in New England. I just, I don't know if if you're Robert Kraft, where you're at on how Bill Belichick leaves the organization because I don't think it's proper, even with how bad they've been, 
to treat him like just any run-of-the-mill coach. This no. is not fire-you-on-Monday material. He is arguably the most successful head coach in the history of the NFL. Yeah, so... Let's not... Yeah, yeah let's not forget that. Uh, Marcus Aurelius Maximus. Okay. <laughs> Allegations investigating unnamed sources reported. That's not at all what this is with Harbaugh. That's not what this is. There will be no evidence presented to the public until mid-2024. Kind of a joke. This comes out days before Jim Harbaugh signs a contract. I'm assuming you're a Michigan fan, but here's what you can't get away from. When the, when the NCAA informs you they are investigating you, they present you evidence. And they say, we're investigating you for advanced scouting and sign stealing. Here's why we're doing that. Yeah. So they know why they're doing that. They don't make it public because they haven't finished their investigation and there is a chance. I think it's a very small chance that it goes away. It's not going to go away, but you can no longer say this thing about Harbaugh with like, look at the, the COVID recruiting violations. There's all kinds of evidence. Yeah. There are all kinds of witnesses. The committee on infractions was willing to give him essentially a free pass. And then he allegedly lied to them and was not honest with them and was not forthright with them and would not, you know, basically acquiesce and say, yeah, okay, here's what happened. And so Michigan said, yeah, we'll give you three games. He's, I think he is after this season that the, this thing with the, the sign stealing is not even the biggest issue. No. I think they're going to drop a year suspension on him after this season. And I think he is, I, I truly believe this will be the end of the end at Michigan. I'll, it, it, this contract extension that Harbaugh's allegedly going to sign at Michigan, I'd love to see the out language in it, the buyouts, the guarantees. The school protections. Is it Mel Tucker-like, or is it, hey, no matter what, it doesn't matter why, it's fully guaranteed, no cut. Jimbo Fisher-like. We're going to pay you no matter what you did, which would be highly irregular at this point, because they know exactly what he did. That That's a thing, like, with all due respect, um, you know, Lord Ruler Maximus Aurelius. <laughs> um, you know. Yeah. The problem is they know exactly what Jim Harbaugh did. Michigan's well aware of it. It's not allegations anymore. It's not sources anymore. They know. So I, I think it'll be interesting to see exactly how they handle him. Uh, AAR, guaranteed Michigan Wolverines were worried about Rutgers University. But even if you go, if you, it's on YouTube. If you go back and watch Greg Schiano talking about, hey, there's stuff going on here. Yeah. I think he said something like there's stuff that's not right is going on here. During his halftime interview, headed into the locker yeah. room. Yeah. He it, said it there is. were some irregularities. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, Leach doing the weather, Leach marriage advice, et cetera. Mike Leach was a gem. I mean, he yeah. did, as we talked about in the members only group, he did lock a kid in a Connex box. You know, um, that pissed off Craig, Craig James because it was his kid. <laughs> But Mike, a, a, another perfect example, Mike Leach, an elite head coach that's a flipping weirdo. Yeah. He's an odd, that's an odd dude, dude. Like yeah. he is not a, he's not a normal dude. Uh, Land Thieves says Jimbo Fisher to the maize and blue. My God. My God. Who do you, if, I mean, in the comment section, is Jim Harbaugh a year from now the head coach at Michigan? 
I'm very curious about that. I still maintain if you're Michigan, it's all about what the investigators can prove. Because what you're not going to argue is, is, is Jim Harbaugh has Michigan football relevant. Uh, even though, in my opinion, you haven't won enough big games. That's just my opinion, though. The reality is they are relevant. They are the number, they're, they're a top three team in the nation all year long. Like he's got you going in the right direction from a notoriety standpoint. But it really is a question of like, hey, how far down the black hole are we going to go with NCAA investigations and, and how much risk uh, is there to the school? Do you guys think Michigan wants Jim Harbaugh? I think they're desperate. I think they, because how do you replace a guy like Jim Harbaugh? What do you say to your boosters, your fans, your alumni? Because he's going to, let's say he stays in Ann Arbor. He's going to get hammered by the NCAA. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to get a one-year suspension. And that's why I say this is such a philosophical conversation. Because if Michigan's standpoint is, you know, hey, we love Jim. You know, we know that he sort of rides that line of legal, illegal in terms of recruiting and some of the behaviors in the program. But he's got the program at the top of the stack. Like, yeah. we're in a great place. You know, philosophically, you're saying, hey, we're willing to deal with the blowback that might potentially come with this. Then, yeah, he's going to be there. But if Michigan is much more in the camp of, you know, hey, we're the, this is too much exposure to, you know, the the institution itself. Like we don't want like this is starting to harm the Michigan, just the brand of Michigan overall. Then maybe he won't. And that's the thing I think is a huge question mark. I mean, obviously, they like Jim or else they wouldn't have hired him and you wouldn't have, you know, I mean, saying they put up with his crap is a little strong, but you wouldn't have absorbed, you know, some of the stuff you've had to absorb if you didn't like the guy. So I do think they like him, but it really comes down to how much exposure and risk you're willing to take on in the brand. Yeah. And I, I just don't think that it's worth, I, I, I don't know how Michigan would replace Jim Harbaugh. That's the biggest problem. Yeah. Because he is a he is a big, big name. He's an alum. He is Captain America. He is... Yeah. How do you replace that guy? Who do you replace him with? I, I, I mean, I just don't know. You're not calling Urban Meyer. No. Right? I mean, who, who do you even replace him with? That's the thing that I think is so difficult... Are you going to call who's a recent NFL guy? A Cliff Kingsbury? Cliff Kingsbury's not going to Michigan to replace Jim Harbaugh. No. That doesn't feel like the right Cliff guy. Cliff Kingsbury is a warm weather coach, my man. Right. I, I don't, <laughs> I just don't know. I, I, I just don't know how you, I don't know how you do that. Yeah. Uh, phenomenal Hebrew. Every time there's an illegal act like this, Michigan scandal, y'all got Penn State in your mouth. Penn State already paid their penalty. You're never paying your penalty. Yeah. You're never paying a penalty for that. They knew for decades and they facilitated it for decades and they did nothing about it for decades. There's no paying your penalty for that. That doesn't exist. There's no such thing. Yeah. You don't go back on that. Penn state should not have a football program. Penn state should not have happy Valley. Penn state should not have athletics because they don't deserve it. Because you don't unwind the watch. You don't put the cow back in the barn. Yeah. And speaking of Penn State, they've got one of the most infamous incidents with Michigan football. We all remember the tunnel brawl. Like, let's not forget. Like, I just don't understand why it's so difficult to say, hey, 
you 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 sure okay they impose they impose penalties on Penn State and certain individuals are in jail okay cool that's not going to unwind the clock of what they did for 30 years dude so stop defending Penn State stop and by the way and this is why I always say it all the Michigan defenders too don't talk to me about other programs this isn't about other programs Lincoln Riley isn't being accused of recruiting violations. Neither is Jimbo, neither is Saban, neither is Kirby Smart, neither is Sonny Dykes, neither is anybody in the Big 12. No, it's you. So stop running away from that and just say, hey, yeah, you know what? And I would respect Michigan fans so much more for this take. You know what? You guys are right. Yeah, we we have, Jim has some issues. There's no doubt. There's baggage that comes with Jim Harbaugh. But, but yeah, we have beat Ohio State. Yeah, we are at the top of the stack. And that's a better place for us to be in than where we were under Rich Rod. Dude, it's awfully difficult to get away from the scandal-ridden history of the Big Ten. Yeah. And there is no bigger scandal than Jerry Sandusky and Joe Paterno at Penn State. And I don't even hate Penn State. I, 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 I just, again, just telling you what I've been through, like, Having been on the radio the night that that Sandusky thing came down, man, like it was unbelievable. And they really never took action. Penn State, in my opinion, paid no penalty for what was done to those people, what those young men endured for all those years so that they could win football games and keep a reputation. Come on now. Come on. The, Jim Harbaugh is a saint in heaven. Long before, long before anything that happened at Penn State, you can't, there is no way to defend it. Yeah. Penn State, I, and I'm sure that it tweaks people. Penn State should have n- no athletic history. It should be wiped from the record books Yeah, forever and ever. They should not be playing football. We should not be going there. There should not be full stadiums. They had statues. They still have record books. Those gentlemen's names have not been wiped from the history in the annals at Penn State. So I guess we can agree to disagree on it. You know, uh, Aaron Wilson says Texas Tech. Admit- Come on, man. Are we really going to relive Mike Leach at Texas Tech? Like, relax, relax. Did he lock? Did he physically walk? You know, what did Adam James over to a Connex box? He didn't. Come on, like I, nobody, I don't think there's anybody that vilifies Mike Leach for what, yeah, (laughs) come on. Um, It's been a disaster here in the desert. Yeah, no, exactly right. Exactly right. AAR, life is good when Michigan Wolverines are on a collision course with the Ohio State. Agreed. Speaking of the uh, Sanduskies, do they, do they beat Ohio State this weekend? This because this is when we start getting interesting. Mm-hmm. Three weeks from now, we finally get Michigan playing a real football game. So that's when it's gonna get that's when it's gonna get interesting. Uh Marcus Aurelius says Sandusky and Nassar, unforgivable. That's what I mean. Unfor do you understand the amount of people who turned their head the other way from what was happening to make those situations possible? All because you wanted to win football games and you didn't think that. What those dudes were doing was worth exposing because they were those guys to your institution. It's unacceptable, but that brings me back to the Jim Harbaugh point. 
this is why Jim's still at Michigan because he's not doing what they did. He's he's breaking allegedly, allegedly breaking rules in the name of winning football games, meaning he's not hurting people. He's just skirting, hey, how can I get the best talent? Like he's doing football related things that he allegedly is not supposed to be doing. So it's it's a there's levels to violations. And that's why I say sending someone out on the road to steal signs or to pick up signals or whatever. Yes, it's illegal, but it's about what you can prove. And they clearly have enough evidence to bring it to Michigan and Jim and say, hey, we're investigating you for this. So yep. on some level, there's something here. Yeah, totally agree. And I think, and we just got a comment, um, but uh, Jim Choi made a really good point about networks and conferences don't want to see, they don't want to see Michigan get a huge penalty. Do you know the numbers that Michigan has put on TV this year? Seriously. They're one of the top grossing viewerships in all of college athletics. Yeah. Do you think the Big Ten, you think Fox and CBS and NBC are thrilled to hear that Michigan could be getting in trouble and Jim Harbaugh could be, they're not happy about that. Uh, here's any's comment. This is when I was looking for, if you're a Michigan, you start having Jonathan Smith, um, in their back pocket, same style of football and could recruit Jonathan Smith, a hell of a coach. Yeah. Hell of a coach. And that'd and, be an upgrade for him, right? And that's a natural progression. If you're Jonathan. Yeah. I would hate to see that. We really need closure for Oregon state. Like we need to get a resolution on that. Yeah. I just, man, um, Man, you guys, your comments are amazing today. I really appreciate all of your comments. Welcome to the nightmare. Okay. Uh, I can see uh, Coach Khaki's leave Michigan, even if it's an OC job, to give him time for the heat to die down, then return to a head coach in the college ranks. I think if Jim doesn't get a head job in the NFL, I think he takes two years off because he doesn't need the money. He's richer than God. And do you really think he cares about being investigated? <laughs> if, if he cared about being investigated – he wouldn't be there in the first place. Yeah. Right. It, it's, totally this, agree. it's this concept of, Hey man, uh, the cookie jar is right there on the counter. Man, do I want, does the power of me eating the cookie outweigh the power, the wrath of mom catching me? What's it going to be? Which, which, you know, what's more, what's more powerful here? Clearly for Jim putting the absolute best football team on the field and getting the absolute most advantage on the field is more important than what the NCAA can or cannot prove. And that's why Jim is here. Yep. Uh, John Evans from Dallas County says live in DFW, go Rangers. Hey, boy. Max Scherzer was not good. Max Scherzer was not good by any stretch of the imagination. No. And nope. the Astros can hit. And let's hope that you didn't wake them up because I hate the Astros. You know. Uh, Tanner, I like Coach Prime at Michigan, but that probably won't happen I would be shocked if Deion Sanders left Colorado inside of five years. Yeah. And I don't see him going to Michigan. I much more see him going Texas, Florida, somewhere like any, any of the major P5s in Texas or Florida. Yeah, I, I don't think he's a Michigan guy. I, I think Deion Sanders is a man who understands the path, meaning you can't just dip out on the Colorado job before you've proven you can build a, a Power 5 program now, meaning he's got, in my opinion, the next benchmark is, is Big 12 championship game. Get there, win the Big 12, then you can start that conversation. Because at that point, then you can say, okay, well, hey, Colorado is not a, as big a program nationally as the the college football playoff regulars are 
And maybe if Dion was there, okay, then you could start to see that. But until that happens, I, I he's not leaving Colorado. No, uh, I I totally agree. And I think this week, I think this this Ohio State Penn State game, yeah, Buffalo Hunter Drew Aller has the goods. He does. Um, I just cannot believe that you're going to go to the shoe and win that game. Like I, I'm a little surprised it's only four and a half. Yeah, well, I think Kyle McCord hasn't faced the caliber defense that Penn State provides. I would agree with that. And I think that everyone's going to sit here and say uh, that, you know, oh, it's the same old Ohio State, you know, the shoe. Like, this should be standard run-of-the-mill Big Ten big boy matchup. And I'm here to tell you I don't think that's the case. I, I have not seen enough out of Ohio State's offense to say that they're just going to control this game. Uh, I think what Ohio State did at Notre Dame Stadium – I think that kid can I I think he can perform in big moments. I think it's a huge moment in time for Penn State. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a very very big Ryan Day at, at Ohio State. There are a lot of questions being asked of him. Uh I think this is a huge moment in time because I think they're all looking to next season mm-hmm. and they want to prove that they're the big biggest baddest MFers on the planet. Uh, hey, hour number two of the Monty Show, reminding you we're giving you a uh, trip for two to Vegas to see the Raiders take on the Miami Dolphins on December 10th. It is going to be an incredible weekend. We are sending you to the best steak dinner you have probably ever had at Mastro's Ocean Club at City Center. Um, I'm telling you, it is the butter cake, the New York strips, the, best. the martinis, the, the everything. It is just outstanding at Mastro's Ocean Club. You get dinner at Mastro's. You get two nights at the Flamingo. You get two tickets to see the Raiders and the Vikings at Allegiant Stadium. And we're working on that little circular entertainment yeah, the little venue. Ball thing. It's brand new in yeah, Las Vegas. Um, it's going to be a great weekend. All you have to do to register to win this trip is go to soundsleepmedical.com slash Monty and sign up for their free sleep evaluation Go into any of their Utah locations, you guys. Take their kit home and do your sleep evaluation. You're entered to win the trip. And listen, I think what Sound Sleep Medical has taught us over this week that they've been on the program is that snoring is an epidemic. But snoring and sleep apnea are two very different things. But one thing is certain. You have to be getting a quality night of sleep. If you are not sleeping well and you are not rested, you are hurting your brain You are not performing at the highest level. And frankly, you're shortening your life. And I just am amazed how many of our viewers and listeners we've heard from who said, yeah, I sleep in a separate room. And a lot of guys have said, my wife snores loudly. I sleep in a separate room. So it's not just guys that snore. Women snore as well. It doesn't matter. Get to soundsleepmedical.com slash Monty. And it's not sleep apnea. It's not a CPAP machine. It's not hard to travel. It's a mouthpiece. And you guys, I tell you every single day on the show, what I love about Sound Sleep Medical is they are changing lives for all of our viewers. Treat snoring and sleep apnea with no masks and no tubes. Just better, healthier sleep with Sound Sleep Medical. Use code MONTY, M-O-N-T-Y, to schedule a free sleep assessment today. Yeah, the guys at Sound Sleep Medical, Medical have nailed it. That mouthpiece, it's custom made for you. And really what it does is it moves your jaw back into the proper position when you're sleeping so that you can breathe more freely, sleep more soundly, live your best life. That's what it's about. And it's funny, we talk about this all the time, whether it's bucked up, tri-day trading, certainly the advocates 
All of our partners are about living your best life and thriving, and Sound Sleep Medical is exactly that. Take their free sleep evaluation. If you are somebody that snores, if you think you might have sleep apnea, but you're scared of that CPAP machine, don't be scared anymore. Sound Sleep Medical's got you covered. Soundsleepmedical.com slash Monty. Sign up for the sleep evaluation, then take a screenshot, send it to Jake on Instagram or Twitter, Jake. On Instagram or Twitter, DM it if you want to keep it private. Absolutely. We are going to announce the winner of this trip the last week of November. So get on it now. A lot of people have entered to win this trip. It is going to be amazing. You also get a uh, Visa gift card to cover your gas. So for all my friends in Nevada, we have a huge listenership in Nevada, Arizona, Los Angeles, certainly Utah and Idaho, Colorado. Let's hook it up. Get to soundsleepmedical.com slash Monty. Sign up for your free sleep evaluation. Uh, How the heck are you guys? Uh, Mike Chase says, I'm clueless on what Penn State did. Oh, man. Go look it up. We ain't got time. I don't want to. I I don't want to detail. It it is heinous, dude. It is the worst of the worst. Yeah. Jim Choi, uh, sound sleep medical covered under your medical insurance. In fact, it is. Yes, it is. In fact, it is. Marcus Aurelius says sleep apnea is serious. Huge indicator of potential cardiovascular issues. It'll kill you. It will kill you. And I'm telling you, man. When you don't sleep well, it, it it is you're shortening your life every night you don't sleep well. And I'm a big believer that you try and get you try and get seven, eight hours of sleep if you can, but the minimum bar has got to be six hours. And I just think it is so, so incredibly important. Um, go get it. Soundsleepmedical.com slash Monty. Uh, let's see. The eye patch says uh, Michigan is not winning the national championship. No, I don't believe that they are. Uh, Johnny Gonzalez, Penn State fans are content with finishing third in the second conference every year. Ohio State will lose their patience if they finish below second in the conference. Dudes, you're not wrong. And I think this game this weekend, it's going to be so close. And I, I just think that Kyle McCord can do the job. I mean, they're a better passing offense by the rankings and the numbers than Penn State is. But Penn State's just physical. They run the football on you. They push you around and they don't typically make the mistakes that big programs make. And I think when you look at that, they only allow 72 yards a game on the ground Boy, that's going to be a difference maker in this game. Um, They only give up 121 passing yards a game. That's going to be a huge difference maker. But I guess the question is, who do you believe in more? Because you look at Penn State's schedule West Virginia, Delaware, Illinois, Iowa, Northwestern, and Matt, UMass. Mm-hmm. Have they faced a prolific offense at this point? I look at the I look at the West Virginia game, and now it feels like that's a little better than I think we all believe that it would be. But I, I don't know the I don't know the answer to that question. I mean, you look at you look at what Aller did against West Virginia. That's no that's no accident. I mean, you throw for three hundred. Um, that's three three twenty five and three touchdowns. Yeah. The problem is that's his high watermark in game one of the year. Yeah. He has not gotten close. Two oh eight against Illinois. And that's what I'm saying. I I, I really do believe. I, I'm not doubting Kyle McCord's uh, ability. Right. I, I'm not doubting anyone's ability. But what I am saying is that as a road team, your mission is to play a really good game defensively. Because if you do that, you're going to be in position to win the game. We've seen it time and time again. To your point, Ohio State, you know, going to Notre Dame and winning that ball game. They played a good defensive game there. 
and and USC did not play a good defensive game. USC did not show up against Notre Dame, and look what happened. Look what happened. So, yeah. to me, I this is where the Big Ten season starts, as far as I'm concerned. And I think it's interesting. Every year, the Big Ten plays a soft ass schedule for seven weeks, and then their season starts. And there's so much on the line. So, on one hand, I hate the Big Ten schedule because it is so soft. But it it builds volatility in these matchups between the top three. And I think that's what we want as college football fans. So, yeah, I do think that this is mm-hmm. very close. I think that Penn State's right in this game. And if they if they beat Ohio State, I think you have to take them to win the conference. Yeah, I think if you look at what's on the line for Ohio State, I think Ryan Day, there are very, I don't know, quiet whispers that if he loses to Michigan this year, he's going to be on the hot seat. And I don't think it's good enough for you to beat Penn State but lose to Michigan. Mm-hmm. I think you got to win both those games and you got to win the Big Ten championship. And I think if he doesn't do that, he's going to have some real tough questions being asked of him. Yeah. Because I agree with what the the commenter said before, which is Ohio State doesn't finish third. No. They don't finish third. No. And they are not an afterthought. And I think if you look at how the script has been flipped, Michigan has always been the afterthought. The Lloyd Cartier, Lloyd Carriers, the like you just think about that. And is it good enough? And it's not good enough. And this is a huge game for Ohio State. Because no matter what you think of James Franklin at Penn State, he has not quite gotten over the hump. And there's always, they're just that close. Yeah. And they've had the Saquons. They've had the Micah Parsons. They've had talent. They just haven't won the it game. And they have a chance, not once, but twice. And I think this could be his best defense. It's just a matter of, can they score enough points? That's my biggest concern against defenses, the caliber of Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah. But we're going to find out. We're going to find out. But I, I don't agree. I don't think Penn State, Michigan, or Ohio State are happy being third. And every year, obviously, it's Penn State, it feels like. But at some point, James Franklin's going to have to get off the pot at Penn State. Yep. And he's going to have to win. this uh, Again, if if not this year, when does Penn State pull ahead? Because now the hill gets exponentially steeper, right? Well, I mean, you're like, adding so four. For here. Yeah, you're adding for that's exactly right. You're adding yeah. four really high caliber programs. Yeah. Where it's going to be really difficult to just say, well, you know, we tried. Okay. It's no longer seven weeks in a row of trash games that make you undefeated. I mean, no, you're gonna not. you're gonna be playing, you know, and again, I, I I know they released the schedule, but I, you know, we'd have to go back and check it. But you're gonna be playing early season, you know. Oregon like you're going to be playing you're not playing cupcakes anymore you got a red mm-hmm. ass in Dan Lanning that wants to own you and if you think that that these teams and I'm not just talking about the Big Ten I'm talking about the Big 12 as well and the SEC with Texas and Oklahoma if you That's think right. those teams that are moving to new conferences don't have a point to prove in year one oh. you, you are mistaken I, yeah. I think that the particularly the Pac-12 teams uh, and particularly Oregon and Washington uh, are coming out with a vengeance in that first year. And I think that that agree. it's part of the reason, like I, I know there's been so much talk around Caleb Williams at SC staying because he doesn't want to be drafted by some bad organization. And, you know, this whole thing about him wanting an equity stake and whoever drafts him. 
I think they're pushing that so much because they understand that going to the Big Ten, he's going to have, if he stays, he's going to have bigger NIL opportunities, more Heisman opportunity, and more college football playoff uh, opportunity. And, Do you know how and, ridiculous it is to roll out with your BS that you you expect an ownership stake? Get the, get you know what I mean? Like, that's guy. not something you just say. Yeah, here, straight out of the gate. Haven't proven a thing, and quarterbacks from USC bust yeah. like they're seventeen-year-old kids on prom night. Because yeah, let, let, let's give you let's give you an ownership stake. Get out of here! Like the entitlement. I, I, I'm starting to lose my patience with Caleb Williams and his entitlement. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, it's a little ridiculous. What are you talking about? Uh, Johnny Gonzalez, home game in Columbus. Ryan Day will need to be airlifted out of the stadium if he loses to Penn State. I, see, and I agree with that. I, I think that Ryan Day, like all of them know, right? Like it's not just unique to one. Like they all understand, okay, this is the last year in the Big Ten as we know it. Everything's going to change next year. And and this is our last real, you know, free ride, if you will, if there is such a thing, into going 3-0 to mm. get into the college football playoff. Because that's what it is, right? Like, no head coach is going to ever tell you, oh, yeah, like we have a free pass up until these three games. But that's what it is. And they all know that. Well, let's also not forget that Gene Smith is retiring at Ohio State. Mm -hmm. uh, as you've been saying, and I think correctly, this is the last year of this Big Ten. Ohio State wants the whole thing. Ohio State does not care if Jimmy Harbaugh, we fence, dad, by God, has issues with the NCAA. Right. They don't care that James Franklin is just looking to get over the hump. It's a wee fence. They want to make sure that James Franklin remembers he never beats Ohio State. You go beat Michigan because you don't beat Ohio State, right? I think Ryan Day has so much on the line here. And I think, when I think of the Big Ten, I think of Ohio State. I don't think, yes. of, I certainly don't think of Penn State. And I, I'm not a believer in, in Franklin. I'm just not. I don't think he's a big game coach. Yeah. If this was a whiteout game, it, you know, at Happy Valley, we might be having a different conversation. I have all the confidence in the world in Ryan Day. Kyle McCord's a kid that I think, as a Notre Dame fan, I'm all well aware that that kid is capable. And that was on the road at Notre Dame Stadium in one of the best atmospheres I think we've we've seen in recent years. And I don't care if there were 10 guys on the field or 10,000. Ohio State found a way to win the game. Yep. And I think that was a big measure because Ohio State's not going to get very many opportunities this year to play big games. And it's easy to let down. They didn't do that. And I think Ohio State is in a position because of the style that they play. And that, I'm telling you, if you have never been to a game at the shoe, forget it. You're, you're not winning there. Thanks. That is such a difficult place. It's one of the best home field advantages in the country. The 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 shoe in Columbus, man. There are a few places where it's on lock, but you got to earn that against Penn State, and you got to earn that, and you're not going to get to earn it this year. Which tell me, it doesn't stick in Ryan Day's craw that Harbaugh came in there and beat him. Mm -hmm. But you got you got some work to do if you're Ryan Day, and I think I think Ohio State is better than Penn State, and we're going to find out Saturday in Columbus. And I am I'm here for it. I I am absolutely here for it. Yep. Uh Bryce Martin says plus Penn State has to travel across the country every other year to play in three of the toughest stadiums in college football. Yeah, notice the way the schedules are going to work. You think you're going to see Michigan and Ohio State doing that? You nope. think you're ever going to see Michigan and Ohio State playing night games? Good luck. 
Alex Rea, what's up, Alex? The big uh, 10 West is definitely out of whack. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, it doesn't. They, that the, As somebody that grew up in the Big Ten, the conference has sucked for years. Like the PR job that the Big Ten schools have done has been nothing short of remarkable. Yes. Because that conference sucks. Like it's not deep. It's two and a half teams. Because again, and I, I don't know the number off the top of my head. I, I want to say James Franklin has six wins in his career uh, against, against um, Penn State and Ohio State. It's something like that. It's like five or six wins total in his career in, in like 20 games. And I mean, he doesn't beat Penn State and Ohio State on the regular. He's four so, and 14 against uh, Ohio State and Michigan. There you go. Four yeah. and 14. He doesn't beat Ohio State and Michigan regularly. One and eight against the Buckeyes, three and six against oh, the Wolverines. Jesus. One and eight. Yeah. And that's just at, that's at Penn State. One and eight. Yeah. I said, hey, I said one and eight against the. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. We're hey, no. I'm telling you now, this is going to be a very difficult game. Marcus Aurelius, I was <clears throat> worried about cheap shots from Michigan State versus Michigan. Hello? Might need to have the National Guard there. Oh, my God. You think Michigan State's coming for that? Oh, the Big Ten was uh, in their statement. I think they referenced potentially, you know, uh, you know, canceling this Referencing, or delaying it. Or... They, no, they said, hey, we're, we told Michigan State. We put Michigan State on notice that, which, what does that tell you? Michigan State was on the list of games that they were advanced scouting. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Alpha, Alpha Buckeye, welcome to the program. Uh, USC cannot be average Notre Dame, but going to come and dominate in the big 10. Yeah. Right. Well, the only thing I would say about that is I agree. This, this defense is terrible. Yeah. But that's this year. But I mean, come on. The transfer portal changes that conversation. Yeah. Look no further than our friends in Norman. I mean, you look at what Venables has done with the Sooners. That's a completely different clubhouse. You're, like, you're, are you kidding me? Look, I don't disagree with your your take there, right? Hey, if they can't beat Notre Dame, you know, we shouldn't be giving them credit for Ohio. Okay, cool. I agree with that this year. But what I'm not going to do is sit here and, and say that Lincoln Riley's not the most prolific recruiter in college football because I believe he's that. one of them. He if he's not, he's right there with with the best of the best. And I think that again. It, it wouldn't surprise me if two, three years from now, Lincoln Riley or any of these guys going to the Big Ten talked about how, hey, yeah, you know what? Like, yeah, we did our best in that last year in the Pac-12, but no doubt about it, we were thinking about that first year in the Big Ten. All four of those Pac-12 universities have pipelines of talent. Yeah. And again, I think everybody thinks that, well, we got to throw all our crap onto a moving van because we're going to Chicago. We're in the Big Ten now. Now you're staying in South Central Los Angeles where defensive linemen grow on trees yeah. and DBs grow on trees. And the school that dominates the West Coast in recruiting is not Oregon. It's not Washington. Certainly not UCLA. It's the USC Trojans. There's no, it's not even a conversation. I would remind you 15 minutes down the freeway in Orange County, there's that little place called Modern Day that just puts out quarterback after quarterback after quarterback. After quarterback. And no, they're not good in the NFL, but they're damn good at USC. And, and Lincoln Riley can walk into anybody's living room and close it that day. Like, it, it, I, I'm i telling you that the transfer portal and NIL, NIL is alive and well at USC. Yeah. So I, I, I would, Alpha, I would just temper your expectations on that. 
I would, if if I'm you, I'd have my eyes singularly focused on beating Michigan and Penn State. Mm-hmm. And I I think there is a chance you are going to kick the crap out of Penn State this weekend. Because I'm not a buyer. I just, I and I, I admittedly, I think I've watched two full games of Penn State. I'm not a buyer. They are physical. Their defense is very good. But that's exactly the same kind of game you're going to get from Ohio State. Yeah, and if that's the case, Ohio State's going to win the game. Yeah, I, it, You know, James Franklin has to have just an outright better team to go in there and win. So if you're going to play level football, Ohio State's going to win the game. Yeah, and Alpha, I just, like this comment, obviously you're new to the show. This comment is absolutely hollow. Yeah. Because when you say, well, what have they ever won? Okay, well, I could say the same thing about the last decade in the Big Ten. What have you ever won? Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, you're, 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 you get a free pass to the BCS and college football playoff. Like, what have you ever won? Number one. Number two, the game has completely changed in the last five years. What do you mean, what have they ever won? What What is – where did Michael Penix come from? You, you think he's, like, homegrown? Do you even realize he played at Indiana? Like, that's, that's a kid that's going to win the Heisman Trophy, probably, and he's going to be one of the top quarterbacks picked in the draft. Where did Where did Caleb Williams come from? Where did Keaton Slovis come from? Where did like the transfer portal? You can get anything you want in the transfer portal. Yeah, you understand that that uh Ohio State has only been to the championship game in college football uh what twice? It looks like yeah, twice since the college football playoff has been in existence. They've been in the semifinal a bunch. And you're getting a free pass to get there. So and then it's by the way handed to you. Let me also point out. For the, hey, what is those schools ever won? The Big Ten doesn't have any other representation in the college football playoff championship game besides those two appearances in the call in the uh from Ohio State. So let's not pretend that the Big Ten has just dominated the playoff. Yeah. Has Ohio State been in there a lot? Yeah. But you're making my point. Yeah. That's an indictment on Ryan Day that he can't get over on three schools, Dabo and Clemson. When five head was there, Georgia yep. and Alabama and Clemson. Those were very good defenses. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously Trevor Lawrence was a phenomenal quarterback. Yeah. But I, it, it just, it, it, all I'm saying Alf, is I, I, I have a ton of respect for Ohio state, but it's, it's comments like this. You, you're being short-sighted. You are uh, a phenomenal Hebrew. Well, get ready to have new coach Ohio State because you're losing to Penn State. It's Nittany Lions time, but isn't it always the Nittany Lions time? Didn't it only always? Yeah. You need to, it'll be your time when the game's over and you've won. That's the hard part about being Penn State is James Franklin doesn't exactly conjure great confidence in big games. And certainly not against Ohio State. He 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 certainly does not. And you know what? If you're putting ducats on that, you're probably going to lose your money. So you should get to trydaytrading.com slash Monty and sign up for their $10 30-day trial membership. Do you see do you, Stay do you see this right here? This is better execution than James Franklin's putting out in his program. Anyway, uh, I kid. Uh, Triday Trading, again, you guys, my wife is in the program. Uh, Mrs. Monty is. Uh, we were talking through her coaching call. And one of the things that's really cool is they give you, day one, you get access to trading simulators and programs. You get all their software, all their coaching. And she was telling her coach, hey, you know what? I, I she, misrep- she misread two codes, right? So she was trading this at the wrong time. 
And her coach is like, yeah, that's exactly what you're supposed to be doing. You, these are the mistakes you want to make. And they, they straight up tell you, we want you to be trading in the simulator the way you'll be trading in the real world. After you graduate the program, trade that way, play in real world scenarios. And that's exactly what they teach you and coach you to do. And they say, hey, I'm going to show you this technique. And they've got all these different ways of trading. And it's a remarkable program. I had no idea the depth of knowledge and information and the amount of tools that you get at TridayTrading.com to ensure that you make money. Because it's not accidental. They give you a, a an algorithm, a software, a process. Like, you know exactly what to trade, when to trade it, when to dump it. Like, you program all your trades. So, hey, if you're if you want to keep your full-time job, in the morning, you're going to spend an hour programming all your trades. You're going to go to work. You're going to come home and count your bread. Right. And then at night, what what I found out is there's a huge Forex trading market in Australia where a ton of traders are trading for two, three hours at night because the Australian market's open. And so you're sitting there trading. You program your trades for, you know, an hour, half an hour at night. And then, hey, you're doing your dishes, your laundry, you're eating dinner, you're you go back and you count your bread because it just, it goes for you. And, and it's really cool on the screen. There's like this green bar that goes across the top. When your money gets to that green bar, it, it stops the trade for you. You made your money. Like, it's really cool to watch. And you guys, once you're in the 30-day trial membership, you'll never go back. And now I understand why so many of our viewers have gone on to, yeah. to the full program at Triday Trading because you just see how, how I'm not going to say easy, but you see how simple the path to making big money is at TridayTrading.com. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. It's a $10 charitable donation, so it's a tax write-off. And you get a 30-day trial membership where, again, they give you all of their coaching, all of their software. You're going to make bread, dude. Go get it right now. Tridaytrading.com slash Monty. Talking all kinds of college football today. And the biggest story in sports very clearly is this Jim Harbaugh. I don't know. It, it scandal is probably too much. But another major investigation from the NCAA with Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh is being accused by the NCAA in uh, releases today from the Big Ten and from the NCAA of violations around signal stealing. And again, I want to make sure everybody's on the same page with this. Stealing signals or signs in college football is perfectly legal. But here's what you can't do. You cannot send staff in advance to future opponent venues, whether they're at home or on the road, and steal their signals in games that you're not taking part in. That's what Jim Harbaugh is accused of. The NCAA today uh, released statements around this, um, talking about, um, you know, hey, if you if you look in here, uh, we have notified Michigan State University and all future opponents. And what you're seeing here is the Big Ten statement about what happened um, that the University of Michigan football program is being accused of stealing signs on offense, which is, uh, it's, I almost want to say it's preposterous. It's ridiculous because it's not illegal. You have to go out of your way to get caught doing this and to be charged with doing it because it has been illegal since or against the rules since 1994 right. to advance scout. And the reason, illegal. the reason it's illegal is because they wanted to save money. Colleges wanted to save money. So they cut out advanced scouting 
But what did they do instead? We saw the advent of significantly more detailed film exchanges and really what became an explosion of film departments. Because the, the, the spectacular part about this is you're sending people to venues of your competitors to video, or I would assume use equipment of some kind, lenses, binoculars, whatever it might be, to get a detailed look at their signaling process and their signals from the sideline to the quarterback and on defense as well. Well, you get all that already. And you get it with professional camera equipment from the TV networks because the TV networks have cameras fixed on both sidelines on the quarterbacks. Like you get all of this already. Yet Jim Harbaugh thought it was important to send people to advance scout his opponents. And he got caught doing it. And there's all kinds of rumors on the internet for everything from, hey, they were in full Michigan garb with telephoto lenses. I don't believe that. My guess is the there are there are some allegations on the internet, take it for what it's worth, uh, that there are financial records of Michigan football staffers and Michigan University staffers traveling the country to venues of future opponents. That's how they got caught, I think. No. That makes a lot more sense to me. That's not a fact. That's not been published. That's just what people are saying. It makes sense. And what I actually think happened when I was texting with a buddy of mine today um, in the industry who was telling me, I think probably half a dozen coaches or more probably complained to the NCAA. Hey, there's, um, it's interesting, there's some misgivings about what happened in the game today. You know, it's almost like they knew what we were going to run. Um, hmm. And what happens is you'll go through your process when you think, and I don't know what you guys think. I would love to hear how you think they got caught. But when you when you think your signals are being stolen in any sport, right? what's the first thing you do after the game? Like, think about a pitcher tipping pitches. How did you, Darvish, the L.A. Dodger, Chicago Cub, now Padre, how did you, Darvish, figure out he was tipping pitches? Well, everybody was telling him, hey, you're tipping pitches. So what did he do? When he went from the Dodgers to the Cubs, all the Cubs told him, hey, we knew exactly what you were going to throw because you're doing this and that. Then he went and looked at the film. So in football, when you think your signals are being stolen, what do you do? You go and look at the film. Mm -hmm. And one of the one of the schools that they, they pointed out in particular went to their film and their pro they felt like their process was pretty lock solid. And so they complained to the NCAA because they weren't sure how their how their signs were getting stolen. And I think that's probably what happened half a dozen times. Yeah. And it triggered it triggered some things. And so I think one of the other things that's a distinct possibility is Jim Harbaugh was already being investigated for recruiting allegations. So they were already going through the financial records at Michigan to say, hey, did do you have receipts for, what were you doing in Poughkeepsie, New York, where this you know. number one ranked linebacker lives? Hmm. So I think it's just, there's a distinct possibility that in auditing Michigan's financial, athletic financials, that they're like, hey, wait, this is, uh, what are you doing in Champaign, Illinois? Why is your, wait, what? You want to, texted. your secretary is in Columbus, Ohio? 
Like I, I truly think that there's a real possibility. Yeah. The previous investigation yielded results in this investigation. So it'll be fascinating to find out. I think one of the other big stories is this uh, Pat McAfee uh, ESPN game day story. Jake was reading on The Athletic. The Athletic did a survey. About 3,000 people. Of their, of their readers. And they asked, hey, uh, do you like Pat McAfee on college game day? <coughs> uh, 30% said, yeah, we like Pat McAfee. The only problem with that is about 49% said, hell no, we don't like Pat McAfee. Because he's garbage. And over almost, excuse me, half of the respondents said they do not like Pat McAfee yeah. on college game day. Yeah. And I don't know how many, I watch Pat McAfee's show every day. Did you guys notice he was in long sleeves today? Mm. And he was, he was in Indianapolis at his studio in long sleeves today. And he had gotten a haircut and he was, I don't know what you thought. We didn't really talk about it. We were trying to prep for the show, but. Their show was a lot more straight and narrow today. Yeah, I mean, I think that they, you know, they clearly, you know, I, and I'm not saying that they were told, I don't know, but yeah, it was very much like streamlined, you know, topic, 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 hey, save an interview. You know, they were just sort of going through it as a show. They were just doing what a, a normal, more traditional show would do. Now, of course, their character still comes through, um, but I think days like today, they did a better show today, and it and it's a more palatable product when you're topic driven and you have some yep. good interviews yep. and Pat's wearing sleeves instead of a tank top and he doesn't look like a bro, he looks like a host. And I think you know that that's the thing that I struggle with with Pat. And and I think the game day thing goes much further though. Like game day, I think that he's not getting good reception on game day because game day was always a a, a show that that really gave you a, a, a wonderful mix of, hey, hardcore, what do you guys think about this game and that game? And, hey, this great venue. And and, and then, then Corso get, puts yeah, on the mascot yeah, helmet. Yeah, and right? like, you know, you didn't have, like, and I know not everyone in the country is a Washington State fan, but you never had guys going after your school. Like, that, yeah. didn't, that didn't happen. And so that whole thing went down with Pat, and I think. With Washington State. Yeah, and yeah. I think it just rubbed people the wrong way. And I, and I think that, that. You know, it's no secret that Pat is an acquired taste. He's not for everyone, and and our show's not for everyone. And but I think when you're on ESPN and you've got that much viewership, dude, you you can't be so out there. You can't just do whatever you want. But I, I think the other part of this is stylistically, Pat McAfee is so different than David Pollock. And admittedly, I am a huge David Pollock guy. I worked with him at ESPN. Like, good dude. Yeah, good human. But Pat McAfee didn't get David Pollock fired. And I, but I think a lot of people look at it very A to B. Well, Pat's there. David Pollock's not. Pat's an asshole because David Pollock got fired. Mm -hmm. But that's not what it was, right? Like Gene Wojciechowski, one of the best feature reporters in the country, is not there anymore. Um, you look at all of these guys that got laid off at ESPN, college game day lost a good bit of its flavor. And I think that the one of the major issues here is that college game day went very much to to bro talk. And they ESPN, in my opinion, I think ESPN very much has a Pat McAfee burnout factor. Mm -hmm. I think he is everywhere. If you go read a football story in the NFL or in college football at ESPN.com, you're getting a clip of the Pat McAfee show. 
If you turn on game day, Pat McAfee show, if you turn on ESPN radio, you're getting a clip of the Pat McAfee show. Hey, Nick Saban was on the Pat McAfee show. Hey, Aaron Rodgers. Hey, 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 hey. Like it's all Pat McAfee at ESPN. And I think there's a high level of burnout. And I think the other part of this is remember the names who've been at ESPN who aren't there anymore. The Colin Cowherds, the Jim Rome's. Um, you know, you think about you think about the guys. The Dan Lebetard is another one that people really like. Dan Lebetard, whether you liked his show with Stu Gotts or not, well, you got to go to DraftKings to get that now. And nine out of ten people are not going to go to DraftKings. They want ESPN. The problem is the only talk show host you get at ESPN now, quite literally, is Pat McAfee, because he's the only one doing mainstream sports. Because the 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 issue I think really is is that Stephen A. Smith is not for everybody, and Greeny in the morning is not for everybody on Get Up, and they don't really do a talk show; they do a highlight show. I think it's just a lot with Pat, and I think college game day. The one guy I think they miss is David Pollock, and maybe mm-hmm. I'm making too much out of David, uh, the former Georgia Bulldog. But I think that show misses David Pollock tremendously. Yeah, and I think and I think David is widely respected. And yeah, Absolutely. whether whether it was on Pat or not, it's on Pat because David's gone and Pat got hired. It just is what it is. That's the business, and I think that it it, it even furthers the point more. Hey, dude, you can't just come in here. And turn game day into bro talk. That's not going to work because, again, there is that sentiment about David. And, and again, I'm a big ESPN supporter. But I do think there are times where ESPN tends to be a little tone deaf on what the masses think about the moves they make. I understand you don't need to consult the public to lay people off. But you need to understand that, that if you're going to get rid of or lay off a David Pollock-level personality you better understand that you're going to catch some flack for that. And the person you bring in to replace a guy that, you know, is was David Pollock, that person better be really good and better appeal to more than 50% of your crowd. And I'm not, I can't confidently say that Pat McAfee appeases more than 50% of the people who consume ESPN content regularly. Yeah, And that's the issue. It's never been about getting 80, 90, 100%. That's never going to happen. But ESPN can't have a situation where game day went backwards after the changes they made. That's yeah, not going to work. Totally agree. Absolutely. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Again, I feel like we do this on a weekly basis. Are well, you guys? Because he's weekly basis been in the news. <laughs> the Washington State thing was terrible. Yeah, like it, it, it is, dude. Especially with Washington State's history on on game day, and I just think Pat McAfee. It's much like the Dallas Cowboys thing yesterday where their their flagship radio station was openly rooting for Dak Prescott to get hurt. Have you no idea who listens to your radio station or watches your show on game day? Yeah. College game day is not about attacking fan bases, right? It's about talking about the biggest games in college football and telling the stories of college football. And I, I just don't think that's who Pat McAfee is. And I, it's it's brutal. It's brutal where ESPN is. And, you know, the the other part of this conversation, you guys, is they released their, their earnings. And they're making money hand over fist. Now, they're down slightly because their ad revenue is down slightly. But look at that number. They've made $11.5 billion in the first three quarters of the year. Mm-hmm. That's ESPN on its own. Has made. 
Eleven and a half billion dollars in nine months. Yeah. That's wild to me. And people are like, oh, they're struggling financially because nobody watches. Well, here's the thing you can't get away from. Everybody watches ESPN. And think about it. Put it in your head right now. How much how many impressions do you get with ESPN in your sports fandom? Because if you're a fan of Penn State, Ohio State, Oklahoma State. Anybody in Dallas, right? Anybody in Houston. Our show's massive across the state of Texas, Florida, California. Everywhere you are that you're a fan of a team, you have to be with ESPN. Mm -hmm. Because your team's going to be on ESPN and probably is on ESPN. And I think what's remarkable is the viewer revenue is not down. It's the ad revenue that's down. The advertising dollar is down. And trust me, being in the advertising business, it's down. It is absolutely down. But you you look at the numbers. Look at what Bloomberg said today. Bloomberg said if Disney wants to sell ESPN, it's worth $22 billion. They value ESPN at $22 billion as a company. Yeah. That is wild to me. And I go back to this Pat McAfee thing. Washington State is one of the top TV markets as far as a team and a brand goes in the West, in the West, Washington state football draws a very nice number. And it's incredible that Pat either doesn't know that or doesn't care in, in a situation where ESPN needs every viewer it can get, because now a year from now, my guess is they have some model that is only available direct to consumer. It's going to be called DTC. Mm -hmm. They're not going to try and keep fighting for cable subscriptions. I think by 2025, Andrew Marchand at the New York Post, uh, one of the foremost media guys in this country, the foremost media guy, is predicting that by 2025, ESPN is, is direct to consumer. So you need every subscriber you can get on your digital platforms and in your app. And ripping Washington State is probably not the best way to do that. No, it's not. So I think it's I think it's very interesting. Let's get your comments in here. Uh, James says ESPN game day needs to bring David Pollock back. Pat McAfee is okay during the week. Hmm? I don't disagree. Uh, Elaine Tran says, I like Fox. I, I, Fox for college football. Gus Johnson wears me out very quickly. Mm -hmm. I think I like play-by-play -play guys that talk. Gus Johnson yells at me and it's, it's uncomfortable at times. Tim Brando's okay, but like Joel Klatt's very good, mm -hmm. but I can only do half an hour of Colin Cowherd's show. And he's just, he's so inaccurate so often that it's really tough to watch. Yeah, I don't right? even believe that Colin's bringing his own opinion most days. I would agree. Like, I think I, I, you can tell it's just, uh, it's, uh, oh, yeah, we got to do a show. So let's bring out some hot takes. Doesn't yeah. matter what we actually think. Yep. Um, <laughs> you guys are awesome with these Michigan theories. Michigan had a couple of grad assistants go to a game with a Michigan cap, Polo's uh, super-duper camcorders in the stands recording only sidelines. Schemers trying to control their little worlds. Hey, what are you guys doing? Oh, we work in Michigan. We're stealing your signs. <laughs> can you even imagine that? Yeah, can you go get us a hot dog while we do this? Thanks so much. I mean, hey guys, it's unbelievable. Katie Raider, what's up with you? Uh, to Elaine Tran, welcome to some non-Baylor talk. Well... At least we're not talking bad things about Baylor, right? Yeah. Elaine Tran says, I hate Lee Corso too. You do? How do you hate Lee Corso? 
Yeah, you're just different then, bro. You just have a different taste, and that's cool. How on earth do you hate Lee Corso? That's he's just an old man. I'm I'm curious how you hate Lee Corso. Johnny Gonzalez, how nervous is Harbaugh if you if you go have to go through this much trouble to dominate that week of a schedule, dude? You're not even kidding. Yeah, man. You are not even kidding uh about that. Matthew Farmer, not a fan myself, but let him be of Pat, I would assume you mean. Uh, Elaine Tran says, Katie, we just suck all, but Elaine, are you in favor of firing? I hate to say that Dave Randy's such a good dude. You got to make a change there. Right. Alex Rea getting busted via forensic accounting would be amazing. Can you imagine? Yeah. Uh, the Christie, the only person who likes Pat on the show is the kid who won $30,000. <laughs> right. Right. And I it, admit it. Pat is. Pat is West Virginia salt of the earth. He's just a good dude. But he says some stuff, and I think that's why ESPN loves him. He says some stuff that's going to catch you off guard every day. And he is not for everybody. Uh, OG Gary, what's up, Gary? Let Pat be Pat. And by that, I mean old barstool Pat. But when has he been old barstool Pat? Yeah. How long has that been dead? Right? Uh, NBA commissioner, salty drunk. The other 20 don't give a fat rats clacker like me. Well, I mean, that is, that is true. That is 80% of the people. So that's good math. Uh, Tanner Plummer. What did the 21% of the other people say about Pat indifferent? Yeah. And I think you have the graphic in here. Do you not? I do. It's so hard to find it. Uh, there it is. Uh, no opinion. 30% like it. 49% don't like it. 21% are indifferent, yeah. which means is even worse. Yeah. That's even worse. You want, you, you need somebody to be like, your show sucks. Your show is awesome. By the way, shout out to Michelle, Michelle at Harmon's in uh Riverton last night. Oh, Mrs. Monty and I were in there buying fresh hey, apples Monty. at the, uh, I don't think it's new anymore. Um, I, I definitely refer to it as it's not new anymore, it, but, but it's like the it's, new Harmon's. Yeah. The new Harmon's at yeah. Mountain View village. Uh, Michelle was, uh, was our cashier. Hey guys. And she said, Hey, I love your podcast. I listen every day. And I said, I appreciate that. Thank you. That's very nice of you. I love when you guys say hello. If you see us, make sure you say hello. I can't remember the gentleman's name the other day downstairs. We walked ah, out of our office yeah. tower and there was a guy like, Hey, Monty and Jake. Yeah. Yeah. It was, a, we had a great conversation with them. So we really appreciate you guys when you say hello and donuts, 30% casuals, seriously. Uh, the Christie, I just hope a student, uh, hustles Pat for half a million on a field goal. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, casual. That'd be awesome. Richard Salino. What's up, Richard? Where you been? Harbaugh didn't, uh, don't have respect, uh, to opposing coaches. If he wins, he'll say something you don't like. Yes, he will. hundred percent. Yep. Uh, James Oak state, David Pollock knows a lot more about college football than Pat McAfee. Bring back David Pollock. Well, I mean, Pat's a pretty good college football guy. Yeah, I'm not going to say that David Pollock knows more than Pat McAfee about football. I think that football is Pat McAfee, and I think that you you need to respect that a little bit. I think Pat gets in trouble when it's anything but football. Yeah. That's when Pat gets in trouble. If you want to talk beer drinking or football, Pat McAfee's your dude. You want to talk NBA, baseball, it's the guys on his show. Uh, you know, uh, Elaine Tran noon is the best show now noon. What, what do you mean? Aaron Wilson. Uh, this show is specifically designed to anger drunk Australians. It is. It's how we build the show every single day. What a stupid son of a bitch. And we're going to do that until you pay us the beer. You always, James. Yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, it's, it's not, and I don't give a damn that you got to ship it on Qantas. Okay. Yeah. 
Do what you got to do. Pay your bills. Put it on the 747. Let's go. No joke. I, I like Jake's shirt today. Dude, why, why do we got to get all weird with it, man? Can, I, it can looks- I Can I? just... Can we not just be grateful that, you know, the power's on today and we can do a show <laughs> and, like, you say that? And, and everything's cool? Come on. Yeah, how frustrating was that yesterday? <clears throat> For those of you who missed it, here on the Monty Show, uh, presented by our good friends uh, at Bucked Up Energy, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. We're just cruising along yesterday, having the biggest show of the month yesterday. You know. And seriously, almost exactly 24 hours ago, the power went out. Some dude is on the top floor that we're in an office building. Is We built a studio in an office building. Right. Some bro is up on the top floor and he's like, yeah, screw it. We're going to turn the power off for a while. Some construction guy like, yeah, I'm just going to turn everything off. So I said, yeah. Okay, thanks. Appreciate you. We'll just be down here sitting in the dark. Yeah, nice accident, Slick. With like a thousand DMs. Hey, what happened? Dude, you guys okay? You guys all right? Is that <laughs> like, ha- like we got abducted by aliens or something. Bro, is that Hamas coming for that ass? What happened? Like, Just take a decimation. Okay, the wild conspiracy theories. Oh, man. Jaws' dad, T. Morant, turned off your power. Got like 10 of those. Jerks. Uh, Teddy Wayman, I love Pat McAfee's show. Believe on Monday he'll be repping a tank once again. I would agree. Probably. Honestly. I I hope he always. The thing that I I don't like, and I think you guys know this by now, I do not enjoy when people are like, you can't wear a tank top. So then he takes off a tank top and puts on a shirt, and it's like, that's not who you are, man. Again, BYU honor code. This is not who you are. Yeah. It's not who you are. And I hope Pat McAfee stays true to his brand every single day of his life because he has every right to. And you have every right not to watch his show, right? It, it, it just is what it is. I love college game day now. I skipped it before, but now I wake up for it early. Wow, really? There you go. Uh, two holes, both hole burnout. Okay. I like your shirt today. I mean, it's Under Armour. Yeah, I know. It's kind of second class to Nike, but, you know. Elaine Tran, Marcus, that's the reason I can't stand ESPN now. Um, Marcus said it is now by design and contracts. Okay. Okay. Uh, Aaron Wilson says prize picks, prizepicks.com, the official, uh, daily fantasy partner of the Monty show, man. I took a bad beat last night. I took a bad, I had a $500 six pack. I think it was. Mm. And I went with. I should just, I should not get into it. Julius Randle screwed me by a point. The number was 19 and a half in a preseason game. I took less. He went 20 points. Suckmyass.com. Dude. How? 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 How, bro? Could not believe it. Could not believe it. Uh, But let's get to today's prize picks. In the description below, you guys, super easy to play prize picks. You get 100% deposit matching when you use the promo code MONTY. Uh, it is the it is absolutely, I think, the best daily fantasy in the business. Um, for us, it's, it's a daily thing. You guys know this by now. We play it every single day. Uh, we love playing it every single day. It is super, for us, it is absolutely what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, there it is. Here's Jake's prize picks today. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to need to help me understand 
why Austin Matthews four and a half against Florida? Because that's the one that stands out to me is you're you're screwed. How am I screwed? It's Austin Matthews, man. He should be in position. I just look at it as how are they going to play hockey? Is yeah. is the guy I'm taking going to be in position to get shots on goal? Well, absolutely, Austin Matthews. Oh, is. we went heavy hockey tonight. You also have Tage Thompson mm-hmm. uh, from Buff- Buffalo. Buffalo. He's got Calgary, so you should be all right at four shots. Jack Eichel. Um, what are their Winnipeg? Yeah, four shots is fine. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence, seven and a half fantasy score. Trey Turner, one and a half bases. I think you're in good shape there. Uh, for me, pretty simple. Derek Carr over 239 and a half. Travis Etienne, a touchdown. Andrew Heaney, 16. I'm going 17, so more. Trey Turner, uh, half a uh run. I'm going more. And Artemi Panarin, I need four shots on goal. Mm-hmm. That's all we need. And I need to go to the bathroom. Show's got to end. No, I'm kidding. Um, so there you have it. Prize Picks, the official daily fantasy partner of the Monty Show. Let's talk about Philadelphia Phillies fans mm-hmm. because I think this is hysterical. Jake, is it bad for Phillies fans? And I think this is this is a big one. Are Philly, our Philadelphia Philly fan being a jerk? Yeah, I mean, I saying that they're being a jerk is is you know it's a little aggressive. I think I think that you know the the problem here is that Philly fan knows they're good and knows you're you're not good, if you will. Philly fan knows that they have a really good team in the Phillies. They they know like Philly fan knows they have a good football team. They just know that they have a good sports town. And so when they're playing, you know, when a bunch of East Coasters are playing a team from Phoenix, they're naturally going to have that mentality where they're going to say, hey, like, we're 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 Philly fan. And so what we're going to do is we're not even going to the game. But what we're going to do is we're going to get online and, yeah, we're going to buy, you know, 20, 30, 40 tickets at a time just so D-backs fan can't go to the game tonight. And What's really interesting is that, and I don't know how many of you follow us. I know we have a big listenership in Phoenix, but for those of you who are national, uh, like all over the country, not in Phoenix, the Chase Field has, is is old. It needs a renovation, something terrible, and there's this whole situation with public funding that they haven't gotten, yada, yada, yada. But, but Chase Field today said, hey, we're not going to open the roof in Phoenix, even though it's a beautiful day out. Because the cabling system that opens the roof at Chase Field is is old, and they're worried that those cables are going to snap and potentially kill someone when they're opening the roof. So you're talking about a facility that is, and I, I don't know how exactly, but it's like 30 years, 40 years old or whatever it is. And so Philly fans coming in here saying, hey, you guys playing an old barn. You're, you're the D-backs. You never do anything anyway. So it's just not... Yeah, they're kind of being jerks about it, but the reality of the situation is the D-backs are not doing themselves any favors, uh, you know, with their stadium situation. It is an easy talk a bunch of junk situation as far as I'm concerned, bro. What did you say to me about the bathroom today? I don't know. What did I say? Every time I go in there, some dude's dying in there. Yeah, dude. Every day. Somebody is absolutely losing their soul. <laughs> Yeah. You know, you walk into, again, we work in a large office building. There is somebody just losing their soul in the bowl. <laughs> full on, full, I got a full on, oh, like, bro, bro, mix in a salad and drink some water, man. 
It's so uncomfortable when you're standing there, you know, emptying out the goodness. And he's like, oh, (laughs) save that for the house. Apparently he couldn't. Like, I'm, oh, man, that is the worst. Anyway, all right, I thought I'd share that with you. I love this out of Philadelphia Phillies fans. So, again, Philadelphia Philly fans intentionally buying tickets Mm -hmm. so that there will be empty seats in Arizona and the crowd will be quieter. Well, apparently that hasn't worked. That has not worked because the Phillies have not hit at all today. Mm -hmm. But I love this, dude. If your fans are not going to support you, there's not a chance in a world that all of these tickets should be available for Philadelphia Phillies fans. There's just not a chance in the world. And I know you just said this, but you have Philadelphia Phillies fans buying 20 tickets at a time. Yeah. Because they're only 15 bucks. They're not sold out. You can walk up to the box office in Arizona. And and I, you know, excuse me if I'm being redundant, but you you heard about the roof in Arizona. Yeah. Like they can't move the roof because it might kill somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a natural talk a bunch of junk on you situation. Oh my God. And let's be honest about what Arizona is. Arizona is not a great sports town at all. And wow. The Diamondbacks just had a wild pitch to score a run. Bryce Harper scores. As usual. Wow. Clutch. Wow, it is one nothing Philly in the bottom of the seventh. But Arizona, I, I think a lot of people have, I don't know, fantasies in their head about how great Arizona is. Arizona is a terrible sports town. And I know, again, I'm not trying to attack. We have a ton of Phoenicians. You took offense. Yeah, we have a ton of Phoenicians that listen to the show. I would love to I would love to hear from you on this because I don't think there is any doubt and this is just in my mind. I don't think there is any doubt in my mind. Phoenix is one of the worst sports towns in the country. You there are there's no such thing as a Diamondbacks fan. There might be 10 of them. <laughs> but every time we when we lived in Phoenix for 5 years we lived there. It was a Cubs town. It was a Blackhawk town. When the Bears were in town the one year, the Cowboys, the Cowboys, huge, huge Chicago Bears crowds. Yeah. Because everybody's transient. So there are like the Suns probably have the best following when the Cardinals are good. Eh. But even the Cardinals don't have a loyal following because they're scandal ridden and they never win. What's to follow? I just think, and you look at the Diamondbacks, they have a terrible stadium situation. Yeah. This happens, like, remember TCU didn't want BYU fans buying their tickets. I think this is how it should be. I think if your fan base is not passionate and loyal enough in a major league, in the National League Championship Series, to sell out your building, you don't deserve to have your fans in the building. Yeah. And and Philly fans, I give you all the credit in the world because I think it's remarkable. I truly think it's remarkable. 100%. Alpha Buckeye gives us $2 to say, wait until you see USC Oregon in uh, November Road Big Ten games. That I think talent usually wins games. I, Alpha Buckeye, I just I get the feeling that you, A, probably don't watch a whole lot of Pac-12 football. Anybody, if your belief is that you're just going to roll over the soft teams from the West Coast, I would really reconsider that. I think you're crazy. Uh, Delaric, where would you move ever Arizona sports pro teams? I wouldn't move them. I think the Suns get really good support there. 
The problem is a team like the Phoenix Coyotes, they don't have a home. Huge problem. You know what the other problem is? The Arizona Cardinals are in Glendale. They're out in the middle of nowhere. It is it is a good 30, 40 minute drive from Mesa, from Tempe. Chandler. Chan forget Chandler's almost an hour. Awatuki. It's a it's a long drive to get out to Glendale to see the Cardinals. And I look at the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks are right downtown. Nobody goes because the stadium sucks. It's not a great stadium. Um, it is not a great neighborhood. There, there is a big dispute with the Diamondbacks in the city and county of 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 Phoenix. Um, and I, the city of Phoenix, it does not have a whole lot of resources. And you look at the Suns. The Suns got a stadium renovation done. And they spend money and they go to the NBA finals. And miraculously, the Diamondbacks are in the National League Championship Series. And there are a ton of tickets for sale. It's terrible. Uh, Eric uh, Wasikowski. Why would you say that, Eric? Why Why would you bring up Debrinkit's name? Why would you say that? Who the hell do you think you are coming in here? And bringing up Alex Debrinkit's name to me. Yeah, that's stupid. I'm a huge Chicago Blackhawk fan. And I think when we traded Debrinkit to Ottawa last year, I think I even told the head coach of the Utah Grizzlies he's going to wind up with the Red Wings. And where is he now? He's a Detroit Red Wing. Now, hmm. Connor Bedard is hung like a hockey stick, and it's going to be amazing to watch him. But it's so frustrating. It's Anthony Rizzo with the Yankees. Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane should have retired Blackhawks. Total betrayal. Where's Kaner going to sign? He's still a free agent, not for long, but, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, I do. I, I, would you be upset if your stadium was full of their fans? Oh, I think so. I, I think you never want that. And I think it's a running joke in Phoenix that it happens on a regular basis. I don't think it happens anymore at Suns games because they've just been so good and the support is there. But But it definitely happens. You know, I'm not going to say every home game, but a lot of home games for the Cardinals. Um, you know, certainly ASU games, you know. Uh, yeah, it, it happens. Arizona football games. Arizona football games, no doubt. I mean, it, it's it's tough to be. And the problem is, like, and it, this is going to sound really self-serving. We were on a terrible radio station in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. No signal. None. Terrible. Terrible ownership, terrible management, awful, the whole thing. And we won best talk show in in Phoenix. And I think we legit, we were a really, we had, we had the best show in the, in the market, I thought. But we were going up against the big sports station in Phoenix. An ESPN funded station. And that tells you the level of crappiness that happens in that market. Yeah. And why the reason we won is because we talked a lot of Chicago sports. I'll be honest with you. We talked the Cubs all the time. Our late great friend Napa Mike used to come on and talk about the Cubs all the time yes. or the Bears. And we talked about Kirk Cousins being a crappy quarterback. And mm -hmm. did we sit there and talk about Kyler Murray? Yeah, sometimes. We talked a ton of Suns, but that really was the only local thing we talked about. Yeah. We talked general NBA and general NFL, and we won because of it. 
So I, I just, that's a tough market. It's fair, says I think Pat McAfee is wild and adds that drunk uncle kind of feel to game day. I completely day. agree. The dude's target demographic is middle-aged trailer park. Well, I don't know. Okay, what trailer I don't know. Yeah, but you don't need to do that. He is, I would agree, he brings in a much younger, faster crowd. 20 to 40-year-old. Than what college game day is used to. Than what a guy like Lee Corso can do. Man, and look at the Diamondbacks answering right back. Corbin, or no, I can't see who that was. But Thomas. Thomas scores to tie the game at one in the bottom of the seventh. That, that this is going to be a fight. And that I think that was Gurriel that got yeah. that double. So it's going to be in one, one bottom of the seventh. Uh, the Diamondbacks and Phillies are tied in the desert. Uh, Mike Smith, apples, fresh apples. Sure. That was what you were buying. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, Brandon Butler pouring through the finances that saw Jim Harbaugh's Amex used to buy cheeseburgers and attend a car wash party at Northwestern. But how <laughs> apropos would it be? How apropos would it be? If a financial audit from a recruiting scandal is what got them caught in this advanced scouting thing. Incredible. <sighs> Come on. Uh, OG Gary. It's not a podcast, Michelle. Yeah, seriously. Come on. Be better. Uh, yeah, exactly. Gumby. You, uh, you, are you Michelle? Because I almost said out loud, it's a wee cast. I almost said it. I swear it's to God. I almost said that, but I did. I was just like, oh, thank you so much. And she's like, yeah, your show's great. I listen almost all the time. And I listen almost all the time. Yeah, she does. And she's <laughs> like, and she said, I'm not in your demographic. I said, everybody's our demographic. We love all our lists. We have a pretty good um, lady friends on the show, you know. Uh, Eric says Detroit is Patrick Kane's top target as well. How are the bears doing? Shut it. Nobody needs that kind of trash. No comment. Bears are doing great. Caleb Williams is going to own the team next year. Like Aaron Rodgers currently does. It's going to be amazing. That was a, that was Aaron. We, you know, um, Um, you know, I, I'm just, (laughs) yeah, I, I, we talk about it all the time. I am a miserable sports fan. I don't know what makes me more unhappy. My my terrible driver swing right now or the fact that I don't have a sports team that wins. Because I don't. Chelsea Football Club, not good right now. Not terrible, but not good right now. The Chicago Blackhawks were coming along. The Chicago Cubs, nah, bro. The Ricketts family, they're, they profit take. Enjoy yeah. your new Beamer. Right? Like, what do I... The Bulls? Hey, it's it's opening week. We're undefeated. The Bears, I'll tell you what Justin Fields can do with that thumb, right? Like, I just, I have nothing. I have no, And then, oh my God, I almost undersold the lead. Where, Where is my, you guys, you guys, are you, are you like this? Things don't generally piss me off, oh dear. right? I think you guys know that pretty generally, oh dear, oh my, I'm a, I'm an easygoing guy. Like not much pisses me off. And then you 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 get online and Notre Dame destroys USC. I win Carney's hot dog. Like me and my friend Chad bet Carney's hot dogs every year on the game. Like he's got to buy me Carney's when we play golf in Christmas, when Jake will be in Kansas City, not playing golf in LA. Like he's got to buy me Carney's hot dogs. So you turn into an asshole and you shave the beard? <laughs> Wait, you just beat no. 
the Louisville, you couldn't have done this after the Louisville game. You lost. You beat USC, so you shave the best beard in Catholic sports history? You're a douche. Because you beat? Are you serious? You're not winning another game. Notre Dame, our mother. And by the way, who? your face is terrible. Cover Let's that thing up. Let's wind the clocks back a year. Like, grow the, grow the moss back. Are, are, what is this? What is this? Buddy's making some videos with that stash. What are you doing, sir? Like, I cannot believe. I cannot believe he shaved that beard. My bad. I, 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 what? Like, who does that? What? Who the hell does that? What? How, how, like, I'm trying to understand this, dude. Like, are you going to grow it back for the playoffs? Is that what you're saying? Oh, well, wait, that's right. Notre Dame's not going to the playoffs. Yeah, we're not making any changes. <laughs> well, apparently you are, sir. <laughs> apparently you are. Like, I, I want to understand. I, I truly want to. Do you guys remember the Hartman beard? Um, do you remember the arousal that you got? Like, I just wanted macaque. I want, yeah, I wanted like a five minute video of him combing his beard. Stay hard. Like, that's all I needed in my life. And you went from that to this. <laughs> what were you thinking, man? From that to this. <coughs> you went from like the paper towel with the bra the brawny paper towel guy, the lumberjack. Yeah, put on a flannel, dude. Any woman in the world to this? You're an emaciated puppy, you dummy. You fucking donkey. Like you you're you beat USC. Now I will you eat some linguine or some fettuccine? Like, where's like do you have body fat? fat? Like, how on earth did you look? Are you, know you serious? You, you know what he is. We haven't had the reference today. No, what is he? A jag. He's a jag off. He, he, how do you shave that? <laughs> I'm offended. I'm offended. Are you really? Oh my God. Seriously. I, want, I have, I have fantasies about, about combing his beard and that you look Stuck. at that thing. And, and look at the eyebrows and the beard together, and it's awkward I'm now. So bricked up right now. Yeah, it's how, how we, 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 we're like winning games. We're kicking the crap out of the Irish. You know, we we we. <laughs> I mean, we basically crippled Duke's quarterback. That was all by the power of of Blackbeard, right? Blackbeard. And, and now you shave that um, thing down, and you're you're like handlebar mustache guy. Now what? Where's the Harley dickweed? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Uh, what, like, what is this? It's offensive. That's what it is. It's not the best situation, and we all know we're, that. We're, we're not. We are not going to win another game all year. Please, we're not. Please. We're not. You're such a smart person. You really are lost. No, I'm you? not. The bears sleep with the fishes. Yeah, they do. Uh, Commissioner Salty Drunk, I wasn't aware you were so invested in a male's appearance, Monty. Are you serious? Don't you know who I am? If you had a beard like, if your quarterback had a beard like this, are, are you serious? If, if Josh Giddy was capable of growing pubes on his face, are Which you telling not. me? Are you telling me you wouldn't be this invested in him? Who does that? Look at that thing. That is like the stuff of testosterone, bro. If if Salty was more invested in Giddy over a beard than he's already invested, I don't know what he'd be. Good lord, I just can't believe he did it. Like, and and I've seen athletes do a lot of stupid things. I've seen look Baker Mayfield. 
you know, I, 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 what's his name from Georgia? And when I woke up this year? morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. They're 37 yeah, year old Stetson quarterback, Bennett. Stetson Bennett, being drunk and state. Like, we've seen quarterbacks do stupid things. Yeah, Johnny Manziel. Yeah. I mean, Deshaun Watson in the washcloth. We, we've his never, cock. we've, I don't believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, we've never seen a quarterback do anything this stupid. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what he's thinking. And, and really, I mean, it's an indictment on Marcus Freeman. I mean, not being able to defend the goal line is one thing, but, but losing the beard is just a complete betrayal. I mean, you think about a guy like Art Schleister who threw his career I'm away sorry, to Schleister? Hiscock. Hiscock. God. <laughs> tell me that you've. You... Don't tell do, me you. Do you think that I have? Do you really think that I have? When was Buddy born? Help me. Seriously, is this another one of those where I'm supposed to know this? That you don't know who the great Jack Trudeau is. Do you know who Jack Trudeau is? No. I'm naming great Colts quarterbacks. Bro, he just Art Schleister was born in 1960. What the hell am I supposed to do with this? What does that got to do with the price of tea and the gambling Jesus. houses where he frequented? Art Schleister gave his career away, right? We know that. Like, think about all the quarterbacks that gave their careers. The LSU, Jamarcus Russell, <laughs> the purple drink, gave his career away. Right, like we've hey, what seen about crab legs. Yeah, we've seen Jameis grabbing Uber drivers in the Chick Fil A drive-through. Like we've seen quarterbacks <laughs> do stupid things. I've never seen a quarterback do something um, this stupid. I, I, oh, oh, hey, that's my goddamn quarterback. Well, who the hell is that guy? And why don't you? Why is he got on my guy's jersey? <laughs> what were you thinking? I, I, I am, I am offended. He Be does look like a douche with a mustache, dude. Yeah, I mean, there's no way around it. Who cares? Who cares? Like, you're, you're. you're yeah. What's the next game? Because they're gonna lose. So, what's the next game on the schedule here? Pit. Yeah, you're gonna next lose. weekend. Yeah, you're gonna lose. You did, and and you coward. You, you coward. You shave this beard in a bye week. Got to go to Clemson, Wake Forest, and Stanford. We're going 0-4 to end the season. We got you out of your routine today, but I'm proud to be here with you. Jerk loaf. Like, you're 6-2, and two, so not, at least we're bowl eligible. At least you're bowl eligible. At least we're bowl eligible. Maybe, maybe you can go to the Barbasol Bowl. I cannot believe he... I just, you know. And Donut says, village people look bad optics. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> bad optics, dude. OG dude. Gary Monty was 10 in the 60s. I wasn't even alive in the yeah, 60s. Yeah, dude, what are you talking about, bro? I was born 10 in 10 the... in the 60s? He wasn't 10 in the 60s. He wasn't even boiling in the bag in the 60s. Nah, I I probably wasn't um, I probably wasn't produced as far as DNA until at least 1973. Juicy. You know. <laughs> uh Miami quarterback handing off instead of kneeling versus this guy shaving his beard. Worst decision poll. Yeah. I mean, you you you, you yeah, I mean, I'd rather you hand off with the game being over and fumble it and lose than shave your beard. Ah! Uh, Aaron Wilson, Monty Big Mad over his crush. Uh, wouldn't you be? Dude. I mean, hell, at least at, he's got a quarterback. Look at that beard. You got to get stroked. There's no Tyler Shuck. Honestly, I'd start stroking, guys. Look at, tell me that if you walked up to Sam Hartman or he walked up to you and handed you a comb, <coughs> you wouldn't comb his beard. <coughs> if you say no to that, you're a liar. You're a liar. Your 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 moments are your lives moments are made. Don't lie to me. 
combing man. A, yeah, a, how, that is, beard? how is bearded Sam Hartman not a Duluth model? Right? Right? He's wearing those boxers. He's chopping down Redwoods. Well, no, he's... See, he had a Redwood, but now he doesn't. He, it's different. Now, what are you... Who are you, Wyatt Earp? What are you, Wyatt Earp Yeah, now? dude, where's your cowboy hat and boots? Where's your goddamn horse, boy? Like, I, that's what I'm saying. That you look like G.I. Joe or a Ken doll. No, or... you look like a douche, bro. It's just offensive. I've probably gone too far with this. Bro, well it, it feels right to shave the beard until the beard is shaved. Total regret. No, it doesn't. <gasps> you did not shave Teddy. God damn it. <laughs> Don't tell me. This case is empty. Theodore. Empty. The opposite of full. Don't what, tell me what, you what shaved your beard, wasn't Teddy. His middle name like Jetta or something? Yes, Jedediah. Jedediah. Jedediah, sir. The Cougars of Draper have expectations of that face, sir. And if there is not some prime strawberry fields happening, I am going to be very upset with you. Biggest kick in the balls you'll ever get. Did you shave your beard, dude? Come on, man. Uh, if we show his pick one more time, f. <laughs> 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 Hey, will you just real quick take that down real quick? Mm -hmm. Hey, can you just Google search Josh Giddy bearded? Oh God, why are you gonna do this? Because I don't think you're gonna be able to find a picture of Josh Mitty with a beard. Well, because they haven't dropped you. Yeah, that's well, that's what I'm saying, dude. I mean, does does I mean can you know? Yeah, look look at that baby face. Look at this guy. And by the way, maybe get some balance on your dome there, dude. Your hair is off to the side here, bro. I mean, look at this. So we're loading this in right now. This Josh Giddy picture. Look at me, dude. This is this feels insulting to the entire country of New Zealand. There's <laughs> first of all, dude. Did you drive to work with your window open? Is that why everything's on the wrong side of your head? Second of all, you're not even in the conversation. You're not Who even the in. Is that guy? Uh, th uh, uh, this guy or this guy? Well, um. I need a I need a full grown man that's who cute. actually is. Uh, I remember when I had my first beer. I need somebody that's biologically a man. So this guy, oh, there he is. Biologics, right? Like, come on, man. What, what happened? Biologics. They, they didn't have any combs at the hair store that day. I mean, how is it? How is his hair like all on? You the know, right these guys are gonna come up the right uh, a lot. <laughs> God, oh my dude. god oh it's on its way back bro i shaved dude, it teddy, like two months bro, ago okay okay we gotta go full pot teddy i gotta know where you've been dude this is this is getting a little ridiculous now well i know teddy had some things that happened no dude wow dude i, I you know wow. i the beard is I, i'm i'm surprised tanner Plummer. we need like Funeral music. Dum, dum, dum. No, dum I'm not dum, doing dum, that. Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> Teddy, did you shave your beard? Yes or no? He said yes. OG Gary, Sam in the first picture is, uh, is she calls me daddy. The second picture is him calling her daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But isn't, it, isn't it wild though in our culture? What a beard means. Like when you can grow a Teddy Wayman style beard, they just line up outside your carport. And go ahead and try me then. Right. You don't need a garage. It's a carport and they line up outside of it. 
And then they find out that you lay pipe or in Teddy's in Teddy's case, tile. And it's like, let's go. Yeah, dude. It's full on ceramic. Come dude. on, man. Lay down the mosaic, Teddy. Let's do this uh, thing. A lot. <laughs> and then you and then and then you shave your beard and it's like, oh, you don't even have a garage. You're my bad. You're a loser. You're a loser. No redos. Oh, and four. What do I you want? I just can't believe you. Like, I agree with you. How are you doing this after you beat SC? Like, I don't how, get it, bro. I don't. And, and, and yeah, I don't get it. I don't. I, I don't get it. Brandon Butler, uh, being a Catholic and just a mustache, kiddo better stay away from the playgrounds. God wow. 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 Damn. And Donut says, I'm crying. Where is Gumby? I miss that dude. He's here. He's, He's here. Absolutely He's been here. freed. Brandon Butler. Yeah, Teddy. I ditched. I ditched my beard too. It was making me look like a Mormon prophet. Jesus. Wow. Wow. Uh, LOL. I haven't heard the daddy drop in a while. Thanks for playing it, Jake. You're welcome. Daddy. Mike Smith. Shave the stash. Aaron Wilson. Keep the beard. Can't stand a stash for that reason, dude. He, tell me that Sam Hartman. And maybe it's a good analogy. Tell me he doesn't look like like. Freaking wider, not your daddy, right? <laughs> Clearly not. That my daddy is right daddy. there. Yeah. No. No, Wyatt He's just a hack. No. <laughs> Tell me Notre Dame's not going winless You're the, the rest of the, of the year. Week. You are now. Uh, call Josh what you like. Uh, he gets his max contract. Yeah, AR. <laughs> Austin Reeves already has it, man. Uh, Sheriff Bullock on Deadwood. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Woodworth. Hartman's beard is what is commonly known as a taint tickler. Jesus. Oh, my God. That did not just happen. <laughs> Bro, you just. <gasps> okay. Dude. Sorry. I can't have you saying things like taint tickler. That's not going to work, dude. You can't do that. Keep it real. That, that does not work, man. I, I don't, I just want to understand the justification for it. Yeah. I, I, like, I don't, someone needs to get to your boy. I mean, he needs, he needs a no man, something terrible because you don't, you don't, you don't shave that caliber of beard after a win. That's not how this works. Right. Like that like, is a legend. He looks like the freaking lumberjack. Yeah. The dude. brawny paper towel guy. Yeah. How does this guy not have seriously? How does this guy not have an NIL deal? With Carhartt, Duluth. Well, but clearly like, he wants to be the Marlboro man Like, now. what are we doing, bro? Ridiculous. Damn. Absolutely ridiculous. That, yeah, I don't, I'm not down. Man. I, 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 I truly am not. He looks like Freddie Mercury. Yes, he does. He really does, actually. Though. Yes, okay, actually. Now you gotta get a picture of it. Yes, actually, but Freddie Mercury is not, I mean. I mean, I, it, like, you want an actual, <coughs> you want an actual <coughs> picture. Of Freddie Mercury. Um, Chet Holmgren's got a beard. Uh, yeah, that's because he's a, a man. That's because he's going to dominate Freddie the league. Mercury. Here's, okay. And and re win sophomore of the year. Wow. You guys, he actually, wow, he actually bro. does look like Freddie Mercury. Holy cow. This is an incredible poll. Uh, whoever commented this. He actually Seriously. looks like. Dudes, wait until you see. This is wild. Okay. Sam Hartman, or I mean, Fre or Freddie Mercury or Sam Hartman? Biologics. Freddie Mercury or Sam Hartman? Biologics. Freddie, Freddie Mercury or Sam Hartman? Dude. 
Sam Hart. No. Oh, oh, one is not the uh, same. Freddie Mercury or Sam Hartman. Wow. That's wild how much alike they no, look. No, stash Sam Hartman. Stash Sam Hartman. Yeah. Stash Sam Hartman, Freddie Mercury. I think, the, I think the beard looks more like Freddie Mercury. Either really? way, Freddie Mercury is a great pull. The late Freddie Mercury. Thank yeah. you very much. Ooh, okay. Wow, man. Didn't intend for that to <clears throat> that happen. That was a heater. Just th thank you. Thank you, James Oak State. And another one bites the dust. Thank you. Uh, did someone shave it as a prank? No. No, he he openly he openly talked about it. it's let's be it's a disgrace. Let's be honest. I just I don't understand how someone allowed him to do this. Like, what are you doing? Like, how? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it definitely was something that it, it was, yeah, it was brutal. And I hope it grows back fast because, you know, not all beards, not all beards grow the same. Dude, uh, just for your own entertainment, after the showgram's over, just go on Twitter and search Sam Hartman beard. The references are incredible. They are. <laughs> they are. It, it's just, a. it is a, I just don't understand. Like, he looked like a G. Like you, you walk out on a football field wearing blue and gold and, and it just is incredible Dude, when you add the beard to it. I'm telling you the nuns in South Bend wanted nothing to do with, with him. Like they, you look at that. Jeez. Look at that like thing. You're like the gold C the beard, like you the are, flowing you, locks. You like, are, you are a super, you're the Pope. They want to make you the Pope. Can you dude. pull one up? Pull up Sam Hartman beard in the green uniform. Does it look as good in the green uniform? Well, everything looks better in the green uniform. Wow. You wow man, you know. <laughs> anyway, we've probably gone too far with this now, but I, I, it hurt me that he shaved it. I, I'm a big believer in, I think you guys know that I have, I'm not superstitious in life. But I have superstitions. Because and Aaron Wilson, will you stop? I don't care why Mike Leach was fired. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care that he's not the guy that put him in the box or in the garage, whatever the fuck. I don't care, Aaron. Man, Aaron, you have such Aaron. So I, I joke. I jokingly said that. Mike Leach was fired because he put Adam James in a Connex box. Look at me. And Aaron Wilson has absolutely pissed himself oh over my. it. Like, oh, no, he didn't. He didn't. No, he didn't. That's a lie. It didn't happen. That's not what happened, Bonnie. He's not the guy that did it. You take it back. Jackass. Relax. And now he's like tweeting. No, no, no. It. Who cares? No, Mike Leach is not the guy. Who did it? A trainer did it. And oh my God, dude. Relax, bro. Re who cares? <laughs> NBA commissioner salty drunk. You pissing guys off again, Monty? Yes. Apparently. <laughs> Sorry if you're offended by that. And then and then James Oak State, thank you for redeeming yourself after your stupid Ollie Gordon take yesterday. Adam James needs to think outside the Connex box. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> And Mike Leach got into it with uh, Craig James who wound up suing them because Mike Leach kicked Adam James off the field, told a trainer to get him off the field. They put him in a dark room <coughs> because he had a concussion. And what are you, Aaron Rodgers? Fuck, man. Like, <laughs> God, like, <sighs> hey, the Red Raider fans are willing to go over, uh, are willing to go to war for Mike Leach. I'm willing what to go to war for Mike Leach. 
I love Mike Leach. Mike, do you know how good Mike Leach was to us on this show? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Mike Leach is a an absolute G. Dude, there are a few things I enjoy more about doing this show than watching somebody who's a fan of their little program getting all pissed off about some little story. Like Oak State <laughs> James. Incredible, dude. Ollie Gordon's the best running back in college football, and you're going to say it out loud. Say it out loud. Say it out loud. You're going to say it. Say it now. Like, I just can't. I, I can't, dude. Like, it, it's just incredible. Mike, Mike Leach never locked anybody in a comics box. He had somebody else lock him in the box, and you're well, going to say it. Well, they're, like, they got sued over it, you guys. Like, say it! What are we to say it? What are we even talking about? Come on, man. Joshua Harper or Joseph Harper. Dude. Joseph Harper. Well, we all know what happened to Samson when he got his haircut. Yeah. He... It is what it is. I was waiting for that. Uh, Kay Nuren says his girlfriend made him do it. If your girlfriend said, now, Mrs. Monty and I have gone back and forth. Yeah, this. this is this is actually this is a real thing, actually. So Mrs. Monty wants me to have a goatee, but it makes me look 87 years old. Do you like outside of the age thing? Do you like having it? No, I hate it. Do you really? Yes. Oh, wow. Because I look like I can grow a goatee. Like, I cannot grow a beard. I'm a man. I, it, well, I can, technically. But there, I have a spot, like, right here where a, my beard won't grow. Mm -hmm. It's just, it is, I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, it just is what it is, yeah. But I had a full goatee, and it was, it was uncomfortable. I hated it. Never mind the fact that, like, it was a flea factory. <laughs> Right. But like we would play basketball. We were playing a lot of pickup basketball at the time. And people were guessing my age in like the 50s, man. And I shaved it and they're like, wow, you lost a lot of weight. <laughs> and my my wife's like, well, you you don't have to kiss your face. And I'm like, well, you Come don't on, have Because I have a big gray, like my goatee has a big gray spot right here. Mm -hmm. Right. And you know, you got to shave and you got to. Honey, honey, honey. And I was doing it. And then one time I just went, <laughs> you know, and you're like trimming your goatee. And you're, that was it. That was it. That was it. Not doing it. Yeah. Uh, do the goatee makes morning shaving so much easier. Wow. It takes, I, but see, again, I'm the weird. Have we talked about this on the show? Where did the show get away today? I don't. When you went to the bathroom and then some dude was dying. No, he wasn't dying. He was unloading his soul in there. I, I guess. But anyway, so I don't use shaving cream. I, I dry straight shave. razor, straight razor. That's it. Yep. That's it. Until dollar shave, shave club screwed me. And so I can't remember the name of the, the other ones I use now from Costco. quarter shave club. What is it? I I was Sam Hartman's beard shave club. Yeah. Oh dear. But it is what it is. Uh, if if I shave, I tend to look ten years younger. That's what I'm saying. You know, uh, the uh, Christie. No way Harbaugh wrote that statement with a straight face. No way he did. Yeah. No way he did. No way he did. Power outage. Uh, says be careful in public restrooms. I, I'm here for it. You guys, <laughs> I am not. If I listen, if I got to take the kids to the pool, I'm going. Yeah. But I will wait until I get home if I can. Yeah. But it, nothing it, like being on your own throne, dude. When I went to the bathroom a minute ago, like quite literally, there was a guy fighting the fight in there. Like, <laughs> like, and I just want to say, drink some water, bud. Mix in a salad. No. 
there's just no reason for it. I said to Jake the other day, hey man, you should try some, you know, fiber. He's like, yeah, I don't need fiber. That's not what happened. Oh no, I'm sorry. You said there's fiber in my complete cookie. Dude. Dude. What? That's not even the conversation we had. That was. No, you got you I came said... back in. You came back in from Browns at the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I said, How was it? And you said, eh. Yeah, and, and I, I said, said hey, in the last couple of days, I hadn't eaten enough fiber. Oh, you That's did what stop I said. It. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. So, first of all, Jim Harbaugh has released a statement. Thank you to all hundred of you who sent it to me. Um, Jim Harbaugh's attorney said if Jim was allowed to release a statement, I'm sure he'd deny all the charges. So, who knew? that Jim Harbaugh released a statement. And let me set this up for you. Sorry, no poop talk on the Monty show. <laughs> um, Jim Harbaugh is in being investigated by the NCAA for sign stealing. Mm -hmm. And the accusation is that they sent personnel to scout future opponents in person, Michigan football. And they're... They're alleging that they stole signs, which on its own is not illegal, but you cannot scout teams. It is illegal since 1994. Mm -hmm. It is illegal to send personnel to future game sites and to seal, steal signs at future game sites, which he's being accused of is super illegal. Right. Um. So Jim Harbaugh released a statement. I want to make it clear that I and my staff will fully cooperate. Well, lesson learned. <coughs> we'll fully cooperate with the investigation into this matter. I do not have any knowledge or information regarding the University of Michigan program illegally stealing signals, nor have I directed any staff member or others to participate in an off-campus scouting assignment. I have no awareness of anyone on our staff having done that or having directed that action. I do not condone or tolerate anyone doing anything illegal or against NCAA rules. I mean, the NCAA disagrees with you during the COVID period, but I don't really on. understand what you're saying. No matter what program or organization that I have led through my career, my instructions and awareness of how we scout opponents have always been firmly within the rules pursuant to the NCAA rules, I will not be able to comment further while the investigation <clears throat> takes place. Okay. But let's just be real clear. You, sir, are accused by the committee of, on infractions of heinous recruiting violations, mm -hmm. level two recruiting violations to which many people, including like, and such as myself, right think that you are going to take a significant suspension. So the idea that, um, you know, I do not condone or tolerate anyone doing th anything illegal or against NCAA rules. Yeah. I'm going to agree with the commenter who said, Hey, congratulations, but Jim Harbaugh didn't write this statement. And I say more power to you for being honest and talking about it. But what did you really say there? I didn't do it. I don't know anything about it. I would never do such a thing. All right, yeah. we'll see you down the road. Yeah. You fulfilled an obligation. That's Which, it. in my opinion, I wonder why you made a statement at all. Yeah. But that's, the, again, that's just my know. opinion. Just setting himself up better, I guess. I Honestly, I don't know. Chat GPT strikes again. <clears throat> right? Open AI. 
it's remarkable to me the level that people will go to to win. I don't know. Do you guys believe that statement? Do you think he wrote it? No, I'm with you. I don't think he wrote it. I think that they're just, you know, checking a box here, man. Uh, I mean. Checking a box. Gumby says uh, double secret violations. Right. Um, LB Seminole, what other horse bleep? Ha ha. Line through his khakis. Exactly. Season starts Tuesday. Can't wait for NBA. Me too. Although, by the way, the Jazz are close to a trade. So we'll see. Hmm. Teaser. Uh, They do not. They won't do much NBA because the majority of are insane about football. I am fully aware, dudes. No, we'll do NBA. I still maintain, honestly, Salty, I, I still maintain that. The only real thing to talk about in the league right now is the James Harden situation. I mean, we do have, you know, some jazz information that we're working, but, but the, the only, I mean, okay, cool. Jordan Poole, you know, had a nice little performance. All right, cool. The Suns look good. Like I, I, I honestly, like, I, I don't think that there's, breaking news, Steph Curry hit a three. Yeah. You know, like that's kind of where we're at in the league. And, and honestly, like I'll be fully transparent. I'd much rather talk. Uh, I'd much rather do three hours on the NBA than college football. Trust me when I say that. But the reality of the situation is, is that's just not sustainable for the masses. You're correct about that. But to sit here and say that we're not going to talk NBA is not true. We no. will talk NBA. I, we're just the preseason is the preseason. Like I don't. Uh, this is what I always ask you. Like, hey, what do you want to talk about? Yeah. You have my DMs. You've you know made more on multiple occasions, you know, like, you know how to DM me. Like, if you want to talk about something, let me know. Cause I don't think there's that much to talk about. I, I truly do not. Also, he uh, suspended himself for breaking rules. Also NCAA says, I can't make a statement in his statement is great. I don't break the rules. <laughs> Teddy Wayman. He definitely didn't write that. No, no I agree. Uh, Mike Smith. <laughs> it, it is amazing that someone actually gets paid to write that kind of horse hockey bull junk. <laughs> Seriously. I love that everyone now is using the term bull junk. Dion has made that a thing. Yeah. I would agree. That ass chat GPT written all over it. Yeah. Dude, come on. What are you, John ja Morant? Come on. Yeah. Uh Dakota Tubbs. What's up, Dakota? Uh Harbaugh is a khaki wearing macaque who can't even cheat and win. Macaque. Power outage. NBA talk is my favorite. Ours too. I wish something would happen. Yeah. I wish something would happen. Hey, I think it's rich, dude, that the Sixers are putting out tweets like, yeah, um, we're going to need James Harden to explain his absence from practice. Yeah, because it's any secret why he's not at practice, dude. Like, come on. And all I'll say about the James Harden thing is, why haven't you traded him yet? Oh, because you want two first round picks and a star player. You're dumb. You're dumb. It's This is on the Sixers. This is not on James Harden anymore. Come on. Uh, someone put the parameters into AI to see if it's the same. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, Brian Legere, a lot of assumptions by you two. What assumptions are we making? Yeah, what assumptions? Uh, THT trade OG Gary. Nah, Clarkson can't be traded until uh, January. Pretty certain. Uh, he will be traded at the deadline. There is no question about that. Um, he didn't write it. Lamont Tucker said, no, nah. uh, NBA salty drunk says you could cover some preseason stuff. What happened in the preseason? Oh, Josh Giddy, talk Josh Giddy all day. Like what we tried to talk about Austin Reeves and you lost your mind. Lost your mind there. 
this has been one of the most boring five months. Dude, seriously. In the history of the NBA. Very little happened. Uh, we talked about the Dame trade the day it happened. You know, when Dominaton got traded to Portland. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Dominaton. <laughs> Dominaton got traded to Portland. We talked about it. Yeah. Right? I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, I THT is going to get traded. There's a lot of desire for him for him out there if they're not doing everything they can to prioritize Keontae george i don't know what you're doing and i think they are doing that by the way yeah, i agree uh i wear khakis every day at work james oak state says hey do you wear a red shirt too or you know uh tanner Plummer, if dad by god was dumb enough to get caught stealing signals there's no way he's smart enough to figure out chat gpt <laughs> which he probably did figure out based on that statement he's got staff you guys Let's be. He, he, I mean, he's. Yeah, he's, the financials say that. He, <laughs> yeah, ask every stadium on his future schedule. Yeah. Whoa. He's got staff, right? Uh, hey, don't forget, we are sending you and a friend to see the Las Vegas Raiders uh, take on the Minnesota Vikings, presented by our friends at Sound Sleep Medical. Man, this is a good trip. This is a good prize. Um, and I will read one of the questions that I got from. <clears throat> Ha, ha, ha. I believe it was from Ben. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. Yeah, what's up, Ben? You prick. Uh, <laughs> uh, ben said, um, I don't want to address my sleep apnea. Uh -huh. Can I just sign up and not go? Uh, no, Ben, you can't. No, and you can't. if this is what makes you address your sleep apnea, Ben, dude, I'm Get telling you, it's not as bad as you think it is, dude. It's really a, a painless process. It's very efficient. It's very easy. It is high quality materials. Like it, it's everything that you want in, in getting evaluated and tested and checked out. Yeah. I think one of the things that's so interesting about Sound Sleep Medical in this process is it's not a CPAP machine. And if you're somebody that snores, that doesn't mean you have sleep apnea. There's a lot of reasons you snore, but if you don't, if you have undiagnosed sleep apnea, every night you go to bed could be your last night. Like it's that serious. And think about the quality of sleep you don't get. And we talk about it every day, like snoring ruins relationships, man. So this is not difficult. It's an at-home sleep study. It, it, you wear a ring and you put a little monitor on your chest and it downloads the data for you. And they have this lovely mouthpiece, you guys. And I think it is, it's the game changer. There's no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. um, because it's not big, it's not invasive, it travels easily, and really, it's really low maintenance. Treat snoring and sleep apnea with no masks and no tubes. Just better, healthier sleep with Sound Sleep Medical. Use code MONTY, M-O-N-T-Y, to schedule a free sleep assessment today. SoundSleepMedical.com slash Monty. The trip is great. Two nights at the Flamingo, a steak dinner on us at Mastro's Ocean Club at City Center, uh, two tickets to see the Las Vegas Raiders take on the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, it is the weekend of December 9, 10, 11, and we're going to give you a Visa gift card to pay for your gas. Dudes, it's going to be amazing. It is a great trip, and I really want you guys to win it. If you are a member of our members-only content, if you subscribe to our members-only content, and you sign up for this sleep study, you get 25 to 1 entries. If you sign up for the sleep study, 
and you're in our members only content, you get 25 to one entries. Now, if you just go sign up, you get 10 to one entries, but somebody that's a member uh, on our show, you're getting far more access to winning this contest. So I really encourage you guys enter the contest, soundsleepmedical.com slash Monty. Uh, stop your snoring, get your sleep apnea addressed without the, the, the water in the tubes and the loud machine at soundsleepmedical.com slash Monte. We want to send you to Vegas to see the Raiders. Uh, Brian uh, Laguerre says for $5 that, oh, what you think what we're assuming, that he didn't write it, W-R-I-T-E is I think what you meant, that any rules were broken, it's alleged, NCAA never gets it wrong in the end. Well, here's the problem though. Here's the problem. Do you know how difficult it is to get caught stealing signs? Because one, that's not illegal in college football. You're perfectly allowed to steal signs. What you can't do is send personnel to future game sites to steal the signs of your opponents, which is alleged here, which Jim specifically talked about um, in his, I mean, amazingly written statement. <laughs> Um, participate in an off-campus scouting assignment. And the part about the NCAA never gets it wrong, sure they get it wrong, but here's the problem. There are a lot of people who believe that one, it's not, look at the prior investigation. So the recruiting violations during the COVID dark period where it's alleged that he watched workouts over Zoom. Mm -hmm. that And it's not alleged. They're accusing him that he met with recruits in person during the COVID dark period. like, And that he took a rip for it already. He suspended himself for it already. And one of the things that people are, are saying about how this all came to light, well, it all came to light because of financial records during an audit of the football department, they were looking for transactions that would indicate whether or not he did meet with recruits in person. Well, hey, did you pay for a dinner on this alleged night? Let's look at your financial records. Yeah. There are some people who believe that it would this this scouting stuff was revealed through some forensic auditing. And the other part of this is other universities complained about it. And now all the sleuths on the internet are surfacing videos of coaches bitching and moaning about weird things because in football, it's very, it's very, it's not easy to steal signs in football. Like in baseball, you, you almost immediately know when you're tipping pitches um, or when the Astros are banging on garbage cans and dugout roofs, right? Mm -hmm. You know what's going on. In college football, the biggest deal is it's not illegal to do it in person. Like if Michigan's playing Ohio State, you can stare at their sidelines and try to steal their signals. Not illegal. What Jim did here was, allegedly, they sent staff on the road to steal signs from future opponents. And in the NCAA and Big Ten statement, it even says that they've made future opponents aware that this investigation is happening. Yeah. And the other thing that I think is interesting about your statement about the NCAA never gets it wrong in the end. When's the last time you saw the NCAA come out and say, yeah, Hey, uh, we're investigating this and have no evidence of it because part of these, these, you know, this transparency that people want from the NCAA 
is the school already gets the evidence that the NCAA has on hand that caused the, the investigation. So it's not a question of did something happen? It's who did what and where were the directions and who paid for it? Because that's what this is going to be about at the end of the day. That's what this is going to be about. And my guess is, my guess is they have some pretty strong evidence from their own investigation and from coaches complaining about their signs being stolen. Because these guys go to great lengths. And we saw Shiano from Rutgers complaining about this. Yes. It during a halftime interview this season complained about it. Yeah. So when you're warning other schools, dude, there's, there's more here than, you know, you guys are just assuming everything. This is not our first rodeo. Dude. Yeah, tell me you're a Michigan fan without telling me. Yeah, this is not a, this is not our first rodeo. So I would say it's very, it's very difficult to think he did nothing wrong that he did nothing wrong. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's clear. I, I think when, said it when do you see when do you see like overwhelming evidence? And it's just like, no, actually that overwhelming evidence was completely wrong. I'm innocent. And then the person turns out to be innocent innocent. Like Santos in the Congress, or you know, point to whoever you want. Yeah. Right. I mean, come on. Uh the eye patch. So what's the punishment for sending a crew to steal signs and does Harbaugh care? That's what matters at the end of the day. Well, it depends on his level of involvement. It is 100%. It is going to be in the Committee on Infractions has already talked about this, which is really weird because, remember, they commented on Harbaugh's prior case when they said, oh, we're going to take a six-game or what was it, a four-game suspension or whatever he was going to. And they're like, yeah, we're not doing that. And they said that he wasn't forthcoming and honest with their investigation. So do you think it's accidental that in his really well-written statement, Jim Harbaugh said, I want to make it clear that I and my staff will fully cooperate with investigators into this matter. Yeah. I don't think he, uh, I don't think he's playing around this time. Yeah. That's a big part of it. How involved was he? What did he know? What does he tell them? Does he lie to them? That's going to be a big part of this Yep. because it has been for over 20 years illegal to send advanced scouts out to stadiums. And, and the other thing for Michigan fans, I just ask you, how dumb do you have to be to get caught doing this? Seriously. I mean, how do you mess this up? Like, And if it is true that there are financial records where Michigan staff is in the stadiums of future opponents in the city's hotel bill. And what I mean is credit card charges for hotel bills. Uh, meal vouchers, expense reports. Those are all public knowledge. That's all public domain. Yeah. So if it happened, it's not going to be hard to prove it. Yeah. It's not going to be hard to prove it. So we'll see what happens. I think it's it's very interesting because I don't believe, and this is just my opinion, I do not believe this is about binocular dude looking at the vegetable signs on the sideline. No. I think this is this is far more... Because the other thing you got to remember, and I know this is going to piss off Michigan fan, but Jim Harbaugh didn't win big games for you until oh, he. Oh, but Ohio State. Until he started beating Ohio State, mm. until he started going to the college football playoff last year. So recruiting scandal, and now sign stealing in, from future opponents. That would help you win significantly, and coaches you're playing being pissed that you're stealing their signs. This is not like something where mm, one and one don't equal two because it does. Yeah. So is what it is. All right. A couple other things I want to get to uh, before we get out of here today. 
All right, we got to talk about this Taylor Swift movie. Yeah. Because this is wild. Taylor Swift, my ear is ringing like a bell right now. Uh, Taylor Swift, her era's tour movie, is an absolute disaster. <laughs> and I don't think I would go to this. I don't know. Maybe I would. Um, but are, are why is it only... Look at the flashlights on the cell phones. Yeah. Look at the people standing and dancing. The answer is absolutely not. Yeah. Can we talk about movie theater etiquette real quick? Absolutely not. I don't give a damn what movie you're seeing. We should not be dancing in circles at the front of the theater, dude. I'm not okay with this. Like, like, hey, I, you know, you, you, you came to the movie to enjoy the film. Yet, what do we get? A bunch of 15-year-olds dancing around a theater. And this is precisely why she is incredibly successful, but also why she plays to a certain crowd. Yep. And that crowd happens to be the masses, unfortunately. Yep. Absolutely. And it's just, dude, she's wildly talented. But this whole thing with, with Travis Kelsey doesn't line up for me. How do you mean? Well, I saw a video today that made a lot of sense. She's been with a bunch of dudes that want to drink wine and play violin and classical music while you make love. Right. Travis Kelsey wants to be a piston in a V8 motor. Yep. He, he is He is not a wine drinker. He is a beer and whiskey drinker. Mm -hmm. Right? He is not a guy that, let, let's go float over the edge of the pool. What do they call that? A, uh, and then let's go look infinity over the, pool. the infinity edge over at the city. While we make love in the pool. No, Travis Kelsey, he wants it on the hood of the car. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. So he's very different than John Mayer, who will play you a song on his guitar naked like a stallion. What do they call those dudes that are like half horse, half man? Uh, centaur. Yeah. I'm a centaur playing Hiscock. the guitar. Hiscock. Right? That's who she's dated. Yeah. Now Taylor Swift is with weightlifting, beer-drinking, piston-driving homie Travis Kelsey. Do you even lift? Who just bought a $6 million mansion in a gated, secluded community in Kansas City. Because the place he was at was a little too easy to find, and people were staking out his house in hopes to, to see Taylor. I don't... This whole thing feels weird. It is weird. But I, I'm not going to her movie. No. That, that, and no. I, I know I'm not the demo... I am not the demo. But do you see how miserable... Look how miserable this is, you guys. And people said they walked out because they could not hear her singing because everybody else was singing yeah. in the theater. What is this, a concert in a movie theater, man? Yeah, it, I, it just looks it, like... It bothers me that, that we're okay to just let our kids run around and do whatever. That's not cool, man. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Uh, I'm not. The eye patch said, ever think in her world she's slumming it? Oh, I, is that what she's doing? You know. Uh, Big Blue Horses. Uh, it's a $100 million plus dollar train wreck of T-Swift uh, acolytes. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. And it's just amazing. The Did you guys see over the weekend? And I can't remember. I, I, it might have been a barstool thing. There was a guy losing his ass on prize picks <laughs> <laughs> in the Chiefs game last week. Yeah. And 
it was Travis Kelsey making another catch and immediately they panned to Taylor Swift. And the guy loses his mind. Stop showing Taylor. But that's where, and there's this this wave of anti-Taylor Swift sentiment now in the in the NFL. Yeah. Because all they do is show Taylor Swift on SportsCenter, on ESPN, on, yeah. on the games, on NBC. Like, I think there's just a lot of people who are burned out on it. Yes. And I think Swifties probably love it. Yeah. I think they absolutely. I'm sure they do, man. I think they absolutely love it. NBA commissioner is salty drunk, but I think it's getting old with the constant Taylor Swift hate. But what else is there to think about Taylor? This is one of the biggest stories in American sports right now. Yes, it is. Uh, like the They're a power couple, there's the, no doubt. The go look at the Google search volume on on Kelsey Swift. Yeah, it's huge. It is huge. Uh, Gumby fresh out. I'd rather watch Big Ten football than the Taylor Swift movie. Well, dude, you know uh, the Christie Monty. I'm a centaur playing a guitar. Well, if you say so. The Diamondbacks win in the ninth. They knock off. Uh, they beat the Phillies 2-1. And Jake gets piped on prize picks again. Who knew? Yeah, yes, so did I. Who Don't knew? Bad. Uh, Philly uh, now leads the series 2-1. Craig Kimbrell blows another big situation for them. Ay ay ay. Ay ay ay. Uh, Mike Smith, Americans especially guys, tend to get tired of pop BS like Swift and Beaver and the like. They That's do. quite enough. We get it. They do. Uh, the Christie, is it a concert in a movie theater? Uh, well, yeah, kind of. It just That's is like, exactly dude, what, like, what are we doing, man? Uh, Damn. Hawkeye fan in Indy. The tweens girls are awful in the Swift movie. It is. I, mm, yeah. I couldn't go. No. Uh, Jim Choi, maybe Taylor is more like Kelsey. She did start out as a country singer. There you go. There you go. Um, do a Taylor Swift ticket contest. Ohio State fans will be all over that. Wow. Wow. Uh, Gumby fresh out. T-Swizzle needs booty, though. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Uh, what was crazy was how they said we are not going to show Taylor Swift so much during the game, yet they did all the time doesn't matter what they say it only matters what they do all the time uh the christie it made 123 and a half million dollars last weekend oh no what a train wreck oh poor her right oh poor girl yeah seriously casey boss his new house is close to me but i'm on the wrong side of the tracks ah oh, your neighbors <laughs> tell taylor we said hello uh yeah because it's her fault they pan the camera to her it is actually partly her fault she puts herself she puts herself, if she didn't want to be on camera, uh, why are you sitting in Patrick Mahomes' box? Why are you walking into the game slowly and with all your famous friends? Like they walked into the Jet game with 10 famous people. Like you're not trying to hide you're there. No. You're not running from it. You know, uh, Brandon Butler, Swift, Prime, and Pat, shake my head, I can't get away. There's some of that. Uh, say goodnight, Taylor, I mean Jake. Exactly. Yeah, dude. I mean, it just is. I agree. She knows what she's doing. No damn well what you're doing there, man. Yeah, I agree. All right. There you have it. If you have not uh, given us a like or a thumbs up, please do that. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here every single day. You guys are amazing. Um, as always, the Monty Show is presented by good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business, theadvocates.com. Chat with an attorney live online. It won't cost you a penny. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.